Yo, what's up everybody? Welcome to another episode of Downtime with Downside, episode 157. And today we're here with my boy Dre Sawyers from Who Shot Ya? Word, word. Dre, what's up, bro? Doing good, doing good. Um, You know, just another day in quarantine. <laughs> <laughs> Man, it's... uh. It's it's hard times right now, but it's actually kind of dope because we get to sit with people that we we wouldn't have a chance to, whether yeah. at like race events or something like that, you know. So now that all, all podcasting people are either not doing them or they're doing Zoom, Skype kind of things, I'm down with it, bro, because uh, it gives me chances to talk to guests that we really wouldn't be able to unless it worked out logistically. Like yourself, man, I've been wanting to yeah. have you on the podcast since. Shoot, it was before H Day last year in New Hampshire. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So. It was around then. Um, yeah, it was like uh, one of those things where I, I just was hoping that we would have got to do it this this H Day. Yeah. But obviously, you know, that didn't happen. Um, and then the last H Day, you know, we just had so many things going on between uh, just – the times we were staying back at the track and then, you know, people were getting all rowdy and stuff like that. And, you know, it just made us logistically it wouldn't work. So yeah, yeah, I think yeah. I'm glad it finally worked out to being like what it is now. Hell yeah, dude. So before we get any further, can you just give people a, a quick breakdown of who you are and what you do? Um, Andre Sawyers, uh, Dre, as I'm known by, um, pretty much, uh, Got into doing the photography thing um, quite a while, quite a while back. But what I, what we do is we just make content for social media um, platforms such as Instagram, Facebook, um, and essentially we're just hobbyists that are just taking it to a recognizable level. Yeah. As opposed to just keeping everything in our personal stash, which is how we actually used to do it. So um, it's uh, who shot you is. Between me and Merzat, uh, Merzat, if everybody follows our page, I shoot you. Uh, you'll most people will relate that as Merzat um, because that's his page originally. Um, and how it came to be is, uh, I've known him probably like eleven years or something like that. And um, when we first started out, we just same thing. We're like we're both hobbyists. I had a Facebook, um, a Facebook photography page, mm. and we used to both. Uh, use it for shared media because I had a, a good decent enough following. Yeah. So I would have him post on the page, you know, whenever I needed content and, you know, whatever. So we'd share the page essentially. Um, fast forward to current day, um, the I Shoot You page was his page, uh, which it didn't really have that big of a following. Yeah. Um, my personal page actually had a bigger following. Um, and we were posting, like, initially when we started doing it, like, decided to, like, jump in again. Um, we were doing it where we were both posting from our pages individually. We're like, man, this is stupid. Like, let's just give up a page. Either you give up your personal page or I give up my personal page. And seeing that his page was less of a following or a less popular page, we decided to start with that one because it's a more clean slate. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Um, so we decided that he decided that he was going to make a, his personal page. Um, and then we used the, I shoot you page as the who shot you page. Gotcha. Um, and the name who shot you, it's, it's a, it's a wild, wild thing. Cause like, we're just making videos, you know? And I was just like, yo, a draw, 
it was like a conversation me and him were having. It was like the drop of like Biggie saying, "Who shot you?" Separate the weak from the ops. Uh, yeah. So like that, I was like, "Yo, it would be dope if we could enter like or have that be like the entrance for all of our videos or like you know whenever we make videos." And um, he was like, "All right." So we did it, and um, that we didn't even come up with a name at that point. You know, mm-hmm. that was just like what we decided to do as a drop. As a drop, okay. And then, yeah, and then uh. Then I'm like, well, as a brand, we can't use I shoot you because that's kind of offensive. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so like who shot you? And it can refer to both things. Like we're both into guns. We're both into photography. So um, the uh, who shot you thing kind of just came into play from from all of that, um, which was funny. I have actually pictures of like I'm sending him like I was at work and I was like, making on post-its like what the logo should be like so we're i'm like drawing like trying to doodle it because i can't draw for shit (laughs) yeah i'm like drawing like what i think the logo should look like he's sending me pictures back and forth so we have like a little log of like where the logo started from yeah and like what it eventually came to be and we settled on it um and so far it's been decent uh you know people people like the following well i mean it's not the biggest thing but we we went from, uh, I think the page was like 600 followers in, which was his organic followers yeah. from um, like August of 2018 is on, like when we started doing it um, or we decided to do all this. And now we're at about 11,000 followers. Oh, nice. Um, so it, it's it's been growing solid. Um, we kind of haven't been pushing too crazy on it lately, but um, for the most part, uh because we don't have much for content because yeah. you know we we have a lot of stuff but the stuff that we have is just the same events you know what i mean so you see the same cars and you know stuff like that so um having and we don't really do go into like the show scene stuff we tend we try to focus on race cars yeah and and our demographic uh shows that as well yeah like if we post up a right like we go to like at H Day, for example, we go into the car show, we see a dope car in the car show, whatever, take a picture of it, um, and post that up. You know, the 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 um the contact that we get on that versus like posting a race car doing a burnout or whatever like that is significantly different. You know yeah. what I mean? So it's just the 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 our it's 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 a good and a bad or demographic uh, calls for the race car stuff. So that's basically what we focus on. Yeah, I've seen that like a lot of the uh, the racers, they're just, you know, one track minded and even the fans of it, they're one track minded. If the car's not fast, they don't give a shit about it. But yeah. with, with that kind of stuff, it, it, de- it definitely does put you in a sort of box where you can't, you know, grow outside of it because people just know you as that certain thing, right. you know, in the race right. community. Yeah, then and. and- and it's not even for us it's not even just a race community it's the fact it's like hondas in yeah. general like if it's not a honda nobody wants to hear about it dude like like i'll, I'll post up some badass six second cars and like shit gets like 80 likes <laughs> it's like come on bro <laughs> yeah yeah no the demographic stuff is crazy man and when i started off downstar you know it was geared towards the honda community but yeah. I, I never wanted to uh, put myself in a box to be just in the honda community or even just doing hardware you know 
I was right, just right, talking right. to um, my wife. She was here helping me at the shop earlier, and we're just talking. And I was like, uh, we were just talking about the spikes, you know, and um, we were known as the company that does the spikes for so long, and it, it bothered me for the longest because I'm like, dude, we do 250 plus other products. We yeah. do so much more, but we're just recognized over this one product you know so and what's what's funny about that is like when i first started hearing about don star like that was a thing it's like, yeah oh, it's, a, it's a spike lug nuts and i'm like man come on bro like <laughs> that's and you know it took me a while to come around on on everything else honestly yeah. with with you know um the podcast was kind of like all right this is an actual person you know what i'm saying yeah. not like it gave you a personality and then um i don't know if that made the stuff that you sell more appealing, but like for the <laughs> most part, it, it it like made me look more into the brand after like the podcasting because that was what I level with. Because I'm not a show guy by yeah. any means. Like none of my cars are pretty. Um, you know, like I'm all about just going fast and that's it. You know what I mean? So, um, the when I when I started seeing like the stuff and and I'm like, all right, maybe it's not all. It, then I didn't see any spike stuff. I'm like, okay, it's not. <laughs> just spike shit you know what i mean yeah and and it's it's really good stuff like all things considered like it's it doesn't surprise me that the company or your company is where it is today thank you because you kind of just stuck with it regardless of like those stigmas you know yeah and that's that's key yeah no thank you man i appreciate that and we've we've been having to deal with that ever since the beginning since we started you know, people telling us a uh, Home Depot bolts or whatever, and then oh, oh, no, just the, far from it. and just the <laughs> spike company, and then just so many other things that we had to deal with. But how I always felt was everybody that was opposing the brand, they just weren't aware of liking it. You know, yeah. so you're gonna yeah. like it. So yeah. if you don't like the hardware part of it, you're going to like something about it. And if right. if you don't like the company right now, that says more about you than it says more about us. Because it's not like we're not just pigeonholed in one certain demographic of things. You know, we're spread out to so many yeah. other avenues. And uh, like even even like the merch drops are fucking fire, too. You know what you, I mean? Bro, like I, thank I you. dig like I really dig like. I don't know if it, if it's just me or are your hats like shorter, like the style that you have? Yeah, they're more of a style that I like the hats to be okay. because I always wear hats. There's probably out of the year, I probably don't wear a hat maybe 10, 10 days or so. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just that I forget it or it doesn't match with my outfit or what have you, you know, but I'm always wearing hats. So a hat is a big thing to me, like the the ones that we designed uh i i designed every single part in it how i wanted it to look the certain colors and things like that because that's just what i'm into you know for sure because it fits different like like when i first got it and i'm like this thing like feels like way different like i'm not a hat guy myself like yeah. I, I mostly is like beanies or stuff like that. and the only times i really wear beanies is like during the winter or like when i need a haircut like right now <laughs> time but like um it like I put it on. It, it's totally like I have a bunch of hats now just from the racing stuff because yeah. I've gotten into that that thing where now obviously like I'm supporting brands that support me, uh, and so I you know like right here I got Aki's brand, keep yeah, going yeah, and yeah. got Hell four yeah. piston shirt on. You know what I mean? So like there's there's a bunch of um, merch that I got into, um, and you know some of your stuff. I just picked up a shirt and Thank you, had bro. the hat like last year or thing I got for Christmas or something like that. But um, yeah, it just it, it's it's there's a, there's gonna be something 
um, that if somebody comes across your brand that they're going to be into. Yeah. You know, if, if not the if not the hardware, it's the merch. If not the merch, fucking skateboard shit, like whatever, you know. Yeah, you know, and and it's just I I like to do everything that I'm doing. All the things that we're doing is not about making money or anything like that. It's just about passion, you know. And right. even like you said, you found out or you started paying attention more because of the podcast. And the podcast definitely gives me an outlet to explain who we are, what we do further than, you know, a post on Instagram or even hearsay from somebody else saying something about us. You know, if you want to know who we are, we have 157 episodes of podcasts <laughs> that are like over an hour and a half each. There's so much content out there. Oh, yeah. And uh, it, it definitely just gives you a different way to look at me or the brand and just just like you support us i support people the same way if i see somebody and they have a good podcast or a good youtube channel or they're just doing something and i want to support them i'll buy a yeah. t-shirt or a hat or something just to show support for sure so um let's uh let's go ahead and talk about um a little earlier in the times before we get to cars dude where were you uh where were you born at what's your early life like um, so I was born in uh, Kingston, Jamaica. Okay. Um, and um, pretty much, I wasn't like we weren't poor. I mm -hmm. wouldn't say we were poor, but like we weren't rich either. So like it, the the status for um, when you're growing up there is kind of like if you ha if you live in a house where like your mom or your dad had a car. Yeah. You kind of like were considered to have money. You know what I mean? Oh wow. Versus. Yeah, because most mo most everyone takes public transportation, so um, the for the most part, when I grew up, it was always like um, I we had public transportation. My stepdad had a car, so I grew up with my uh, my mom and my stepdad. Okay, um, my dad lived in the United States. Like he pretty much like moved here like directly after I was born. Okay, um, so and it wasn't like. I don't know. I don't know how you would put it, but I never grew up with him, so I I I don't know. Like like he didn't raise me. Like I was raised by my mom and my stepdad. Yeah. I didn't I didn't come here till I was like thirteen. Um. So, uh, growing up, I got into cars because it was something that my mom introduced me to. Oh wow. Uh, yeah. Um. My stepdad was into cars too, but he wasn't like he wasn't a car guy. Mm -hmm. Like he was just into like you know like some people like like mercedes benzes because they look fancy or whatever like my that's my stepdad like he just likes cars that looked apart or went fast or whatever like that's that's what he was into but my mom um you know she she would make sure that we went to like we had so we have a local racetrack dover raceway um they have events like on easter christmas like any type of holiday independence day uh, and so she, she would like make sure that we would go to those events like all the time. And it's something I look forward to as a kid. Nice. Um, and you, you, know, you, you get an affinity for all different sorts of things. So, uh, I'm not sure if you're aware, but like in Jamaica, like all we have is JDM. Mm. So, um, we don't get like, if you see a U.S. car there, it's because it got imported and then it's we look at it the same way how in america <laughs> people look at like a jdm car you yeah. know it's like oh shit like that most <laughs> is crazy like <laughs> but uh so i grew up like I, I can't remember like the smallest memories or the, the fondest memories of me being a kid and like sitting on a on a on a wall watching cars go by and i would 
just name them. Like, all right, first it would be like the brand, you know, like, all right, that's a Toyota, that's a Nissan, you know, whatever. Yeah. Then it got into like, all right, that's a Toyota, Toyota Starlet, that's mm-hmm. a Toyota Crown, that's a Toyota Cressida, like whatever it is. And I, that was just a thing. Like from from I was that young, like I was just became obsessed with cars, you know, toy cars, you know, having magazines, stuff like that. Like whenever like I had um. You know, people would come come from come and visit the states, and like they would bring back magazines like Motor Trend or like you know one of those magazines from early back in the day, and it's just like I would just obsess over it. Yeah, and um, so I you know and then got into like you know Super NES days, like you know playing Mario Kart, um, Top Gear, you know all you know little car games like that, and then N sixty four, and just it goes on and on, and it just like I'm a nerd about like cars you know really I mean? so, so it's like like i i'm not so i don't get into it too much anymore because adult life and like you you know just don't focus on everything like i don't put my eggs in one basket but like i still know a fair amount like i can't i i, I refuse to like be shown up by somebody um about a vehicle you know what i mean like where i, I don't want to like I would never argue with somebody about a car if I don't know anything about it. So yeah. if you see me engage in a conversation about it, it's probably because I know something about <laughs> it. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, like people see me with imports all the time and they think, you know, they might have the impression that I only know imports, but I know quite a bit about domestics too. You know what I mean? So it's like, you know, and even exotics, like I used to hate Ferraris yeah. and, and I got into like hate Ferraris, hate Lamborghinis because they were just so expensive. Like why the hell does a car cost the same as a house? And then I started realizing the the um the 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 details. You know yeah. what I mean? You go into like the small details, like you know the materials that things are made of, like you know um you know what it takes to build that motor, or like you know things like that. Yeah. And you 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 kind of just though you kind of just absorb that and you nerd out on it a little bit. I mean, I don't know if that's the right way to say that, but you geek out on it. Yeah. And um, so growing up as a kid, like I obsessed over things like that all the time. I read a lot, you know, um, I always wanted to have, a, I always wanted to have a Lancer Revolution five because that was like the car, I think, I don't see. Yeah. So I was like 10 okay. when like when the, the Lancer Revolution five came out when I was 10 and, um, it's like high school there is weird because we start high school, high school in the seventh grade. Mm-hmm. Um, so you're super young, you know, I mean, I was 11 or yeah, I was like 11 when I started high school, you know what I mean? So it's and, like six years high school. Uh, it's seventh to 11th grade. Mm-hmm. And then you can do, uh, two years of 12th grade. Like I call it a 12 a and 12 B. Gotcha. Uh, so, but the, you, you can graduate as in like go to college after 11th grade. Gotcha. Um, and just the structure of school is different. You know how um, how you take subjects is different. Um, every, discipline's different. Like that's a that's the craziest thing. Uh, you know when it come when you're coming from like where I'm coming from, discipline. It's like it, it's so underrated in the United States. <laughs> you know, like kids here are so unruly. Like when it comes to like education. You know. Yeah. Um, I remember I used to get made, like when I first moved here. I came here when I was thir- uh, thirteen. Okay. And um, so it was beginning of tenth grade, and um, 
kids like would make fun of me because I would be polite to the teacher. You know, really? Like, yeah, it was it was the weirdest fucking thing. But like, you know, I didn't. They would they would like talk shit. They wouldn't like. I, I never got bullied. Like that was one thing I wished that would happen, but it never happened. Because <laughs> <laughs> like I had this. Thing, I I don't know. I had this chip on my shoulder where I was like, I would never ever get bullied, and sure enough, I never did. Yeah. So. Well, that's um, good shit it, it's one of the, it's weird it's weird like i i mean when i was living in jamaica i got into stuff um because that's just down there like life is just so much like people talk about it but it's the real deal man like you see some shit that you don't want to see and like it, to put it to you this way how sense how insensitive it is so do, are you like oh, up on like what the murder rate is in like chicago uh no, not really. I just know it's bad from Chief Keith, but that's it. Yeah, so it's it's pretty bad. But like think about the fact that like a place like Jamaica that is like about the size of Connecticut. Mm-hmm. Like when I was there, the murder rates were like 1000, 1100 a year. Wow. That's just murder. That's not like, you know what I'm saying? That like that's just one statistic. So it's just like, a few a day. Yeah. Yeah, it's wild, dude. It's fucking wild. Like when there, there's times, and when you go, like where I went to school at, you know, was not necessarily the best place either. Mm-hmm. Like there's places that literally had curfews. You know what I mean? Like you couldn't, you couldn't be walking around at certain times because you know things are gonna get, things are gonna happen. You know what I mean, you couldn't drive. Like dudes would literally like pull you out of your fucking car. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like it's, it's, it, it's wild. Like. I might be talking it up a little bit um, for some people, but the reality of it is I've been in situations like with my stepdad where like we had to like literally run. You know what I'm saying? Like like drive the shit out of the car, like Grand Theft Auto escape type of shit. Yeah, it's it's wild. But is it like those, Belly? That, uh yeah. Yeah, very close. Like Belly was a pretty accurate movie. So you know? could you understand what that dude was saying? Oh yeah, 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 one hundred percent. Really? Don't let, this, don't let this fool you. Like I speak patois. Well. Like get I speak... into it, get it. <laughs> <laughs> nah. It's weird. It's one of those weird things. Like if if somebody's not speaking to me, um, in the dialect, and I don't like doing it. You know what I mean? But like one hundred percent. Like if I'm talking to my dad or my grandma or like local friends, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. that's that's all good. And this actually, the the funniest part about this is. Like it took well took me a while to to like lose my accent. Yeah. You know? Um and it, I thank hip hop for that. Because, <laughs> <laughs> dude, I it like when I first moved here, like I said, like I came here when I was thirteen. Yeah. And language is weird. Like like uh, you know, when you speak only one language, you can't appreciate. I don't think you can appreciate language. Yeah. You know, if you only speak or only relate to one type of language, like you can't you can't appreciate the the complexity of it because when you think about um like how you say things like to me how i'm saying or how i'm speaking right now if i'm thinking about what i'm saying how i'm saying it is exactly how it's always sounded in my head uh-huh. you know what i'm saying it never sounds any different this is exactly what whether i'm speaking patois or i'm speaking plain english it sounds the same exact way like how you think about it you know what i mean uh-huh. so like when I came here, I was speaking like this, and kids were like looking at me like, "What are you saying?" I'm like, uh, <laughs> I'm "Like," uh, and then I have to slow it down. Like, I'm looking for this class right here, and they're like, "Oh, like, dude, your accent is so strong." I'm like, 
really? Like, it's not that crazy, you know? Yeah. But, you know, over time, um, I, it, it, it got much better. Um, I big part of, like, what I used to do was just have songs. I would print the lyrics out for songs. Uh-huh. And listen to it and like put it on like like just learn songs you know what i'm saying like practice the words and like how they would say stuff and like slangs was like a big thing for me like i used to use slangs in the most like outrageous ways like I, you know like when like a parent tries to be hip you know yeah mean? they start using your, your slang like out of context yeah that that was like that was like me for like the past like the first like two years of me being <laughs> Um, but yeah, after a while, like you just listen to enough, you know, rap music, R and B music, just anything with that has the culture embedded in it. And um, sure enough, like I've started like getting better at it. You know, I'd have to say speak slow for a bit. Yeah. But then after a while, I think by the time I graduated high school, like I was good. Like you know, you know, you don't really hear it. Nowadays, like it's second nature. Like I don't think about it. Like I automatically speak like this, even if I'm speaking to a Jamaican person. Yeah. Like I automatically start like this, which was cool at Best Buy because <laughs> when you're when you're having Jamaican customers and like they're probably like talking shit. Like if you give them a price, you know what I mean? Yeah. You're just like, yo, I understand that to know. And you're like, <laughs> oh, <shit." laughs> yeah, Damn, so. I forgot you worked at Best Buy, dude. Yeah. Yeah, so that was that was crazy. Um, like when I found out that you worked at Best Buy, I'm like, and it's the same time period too, the exact fucking same time. No period. way. Like, you started in '05, right? Yeah, October '05. I started October of '06. No shit. And I stopped uh, November of 2012, is when I left there. Wow, that's almost the same. You're right, because it was April <laughs> 2012 yeah. when I quit. Yeah. So and and for me, like Best Buy was a great a great first job. Yeah. Honestly, you know, I, you know, I never worked anywhere. I work. I haven't haven't can't say like I've worked a ton of places. Like it's been Best Buy and a couple of other places. Yeah. Um. And then what I'm doing now, but like, um, for the most part, like it 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 taught me a lot with business. You know what I'm saying? Or even interacting with people, like. I'm a super introverted person, yeah. Which is which also plays back into like our page, um, where I don't want to be the face of the page. Like yeah. Rosette's the face of the page, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, you know. So like when, and sometimes I get a little tired about it because I'm like, yo, it's my page too. You know I mean? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but like, you know, because people see him, like, oh yeah, you're the I shoot you guy, and I'm like, uh, yeah, me too, <laughs> man. That's me too. Well, like you know, um, but I, I you get. Like you get into um, so many different people when you work there. Yeah. You see so many different personalities. You deal with people that have money. You deal with people that are broke. You know, and you get to you have conversation. You get to have conversations with people based on like how they carry themselves. And it, it was a good it was a good skill set to have for sure. Yeah, I think I definitely feel the same way, man. Um, working at Best Buy was it was like my college that I went to, mm-hmm. you know, even, yeah. even as far as like partying in the dorms, dude, when we would get off, we would all party together. We would go to somebody's house or we would always be together, man. hundred percent. We live the same lives. We just live on different coasts, bro. Like as far <laughs> as like, that goes, yo, we were partying four or five nights a week, dude. Like when I, when I do, there's like times where I would keep just like a spare shirt in my car yeah. or like whatever. 
or or like I'd have to go across the street to the mall to go buy a set of pants because like or a belt or whatever because <laughs> yeah. like shit's fucked up from the night before and I didn't make it home. Like man, like you know, going to work all hungover, like having to go chill out in the fucking audio room real quick. <laughs> like yeah, just crazy, you know. So you did car audio? No, no, I did a uh, home theater Got for the you. most part. It was just sales um, or install. Yeah. Okay. Uh, sales. Gotcha. Well, I did. So when I got hired, I got hired as home theater. Um, mm-hmm. And my store was actually like the time when I got hired, the store was under construction to be a Magnolia store. Got you. Um, and um, I guess I just was pretty good at sales uh-huh. uh, that they were just like, like within like six months of the Magnolia store being open, um, a position to open up and they asked me if I wanted it. Damn, that's you dope. Know, so- so I went from I went from like making like nine bucks an hour to like making like seventeen bucks an hour, <laughs> like in like no time. Like I would say I would say it's probably in the span of like a year and a half, maybe two years of working. Whoa! For yeah. Damn, um, that's really good. And then and then it like the company had to go through like a restructure. I think in like twenty ten or two thousand nine, something like that. So they restructured and my position got cut. Mm. So they were like, well, you know, we can't do it. I think it was 2009. And they were like, well, you know, uh, we can't keep paying you the way we're paying you because your position doesn't exist anymore. Um, I think I was like a pro four or something like that. Um, so, like, I was able to do consultations and, you know, go out to customers' house and do stuff like that. Gotcha. Um, but they cut the position and was like, oh, well, you can, you'll still dress up. Like you'll still come to work in like your suit and tie and like whatever, but we're going to pay you like 1350 an hour. And I'm like, dog, I'm not going to be working in the same position. Like, yeah, <laughs> to work for like $4 less an hour. Like <laughs> no, no chance. So then, um, I was like, you know what? Like I will still work for the company, but I want to switch departments. Like I don't want to do home theater anymore. Yeah. So then I switched to um, DI. Okay. Um, and started doing like cameras and stuff like that, which I wasn't even into cameras at the time. You know what I'm saying? Like I wasn't even into photography. Yeah. Like nothing. Like so, how I got into photography um, was around the time I was working in DI. Um, m- they, I got the EP3, which that was a whole another mess. That's a whole story. But yeah. I got the EP3 and doing a bunch of stupid shit to it, even though I told myself I shouldn't. You know, just like show stuff. Like got a lip for it, got rims, you know, doing painting my shift knob, doing all sorts of dumb shit. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I went to a car show and one of my buddies took a picture of my car and I was like, holy shit, that's crazy. Like, I didn't know the car could look that good. Oh, yeah. I'm used to just taking cell phone pictures and stuff. And so I took a picture. Yeah, he he took the picture of the car. And I was like, man, I definitely, definitely have to get into this. So my buddy Doug um, was the one that took the picture of my car. And I was like, bro, like, I really have to, like, get into doing this. Especially that I worked in the department. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then I would use my time at work. You know, the same thing, like. You know, like while you're on the clock, just working on your shit. You know what I mean? So like, I'd take the camera out of the cage and I'd like practice. You know, learning the learning the lingo, um, knowing what things are like. You know, what's 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 an f-stop? What does your ISO do? You know what I'm saying? Like all that stuff, and essentially just taught myself like about cameras. Because why? And and at the same time, I was able to teach other people while I was selling them. Yeah. 
because you Best Buy gives you like all those little modules that you would learn and how to teach people about it because you have to know about it to sell it. You know what yeah. I mean? And and then again, that's another department I really excelled in. You know what I'm saying? Like where I started just going way up and above, and they're like, oh, you know, well, we might want you to be a supervisor in this, and I'm like, all right, here we go again. You know, but. That didn't end up happening, obviously, because I'd probably still be there. But <laughs> yeah, um, I always think back at that, dude. If if this downstar shit didn't pop, I, I don't know what I would be doing after that. Yeah. You know, well, if, I'm glad I'm glad it popped. Then. <laughs> yeah. No, me too, man. Because I was already maxed out where I was at. I was the um, you know, the senior at the position, and if I wanted to get any higher position, I would have to leave Car Audio. Like, yeah. dude, I'm not gonna do that shit. I had it made, bro. We, the only time we would see anybody from the inside is when they would just let us into the bay, and that's it. For the whole entire day, it would just be our business. Yeah. Cause was your base separated? Yeah. From the, from the yeah, it was. Yeah. yeah, ours was, we were like in a strip, our store was like in a strip mall almost. Mm -hmm. So it was like, and it was huge. I wouldn't say strip mall makes it seem like it's small. Like it's this big ass fucking like plaza. Yeah. And like, so, and the, the, store was on one end of the plaza and then the the install bay was on the back side of a starbucks like on the other side of the of it yeah. so like the dudes were just like you know they they would just chill back there and I, i'm good friends to this day with a bunch of the guys that were in the install bay when i used to work there so yeah i'll, I'll still go by best buy sometimes and just bullshit i have one buddy that still works there i'll just go hang out and dude there's so much stuff that we did there that's still up there's like downstar oh. stickers everywhere and, <laughs> and it's like tagging and stuff it's wild when I go back there and I still see the same people that are still there. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, how are you still here? You know it's what wild, I mean? Like, dude. and it's not to talk down on it. Cause like, it's not like, you know, if you're, if you're in a spot where you're making 21, $22 an hour, it's like, you're cool. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Definitely. Like the only thing that sucks is like the up and down, the, 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 uh, up and down schedules and like not having every weekend off and shit like that. You yeah. know what I mean? Other than that, like, the bread was fine and like the people were okay like it was not a toxic work environment at all like i i liked it yeah no i loved it dude it taught me so much about business and yeah it was i didn't even know i was learning but i was learning right. and, and then i took that information and just applied it to my own business and i really think that that's what helped it pop in the beginning just the way that i i dealt with things because if you think about it a lot of people that have brands in the automotive community they went from working on cars to okay well maybe i could sell parts and now they sell parts but yeah. in between that, they, they don't have any traditional skills of how to sell, how to talk to people, and how, how to make people feel comfortable, you know? So I've right. spoken to so many people that I know that's how they started. And it's like, dude, if you were able to change your attitude just a little bit, your company would be way bigger than it is oh, now. Yeah, 100%. You see, you see that all the time? Like, the wildest thing, like, is like, I see, like, with it, like, I don't have... It's not like I have like a business front or storefront to be like speaking from experience with that stuff, but like I've worked for enough places that are small enough for me to get a grasp of like how things work. Yeah. Um, to understand like, all right, maybe if you did this or maybe if you applied this, you know, it would make things that much better in that way. Like yeah. perfect example. Like I just bought um, hybrid racing just came out with those uh, detent springs. Yeah, for the trans, um, for the shifter. Yeah, right? for the yeah. trans. Yeah, and like so, I'm like, oh, that's cool. Like you know, whatever. I'm in the process of building my my uh, EP3 over again, and um, 
So I was like, you know, let me just give this a shot. Like, it's not something that I need. But I'm just like, you know what? Fuck it. They're cheap enough. Like, whatever. Like, let me just pick pick up a set. I'll pick up a set for the EP3 and I'll get a set for the daily and you know, whatever. So I bought two sets of them. And um, fucking uh, FedEx, like, come, says that they dropped it off at the house literally, like, 30 minutes before I got home. And I'm like, I didn't even pay any attention. I'm like, I knew they were supposed to come that week. But, like, I'm looking around and I'm like... Where the fuck are these things? So I checked the tracking and it says it's been delivered. So mm-hmm. I'm like, I go outside. I'm like, looking at my porch, like, uh, all right, there's nothing out here. You know what I'm saying? Nothing in the mailbox. So I, um, I email hybrid and I'm like, oh, you know, this, 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 what happened, whatever. FedEx said they left it. It's not there. They're like, so then hybrid hits me back. Like, oh, you should check with, you should check with, uh, um, FedEx and whatever. I'm like, dog, here we fucking go. Like, I don't want to fucking deal with FedEx about this because yeah. you know, they're just going to give you the runaround. I don't know if you've had to deal with FedEx, but they're got, dude, they're so bad yeah. about like contact, like human contact is like impossible when you're dealing with them. Um, so I said kind of just in a defeatist way, like to the, to the guy at hybrid, I'm like, man, I guess I'm just beat for this shit. Like whatever. It's 30 something dollars. Like I don't care. Like, yeah. you know, whatever like i'll just eat it and um so then the guy emails me back and is like what does that mean like you know here like whatever and he's like starts talking to me about i'm like and immediately i realized like one thing like that that is customer service yeah you know what i'm saying like like me saying to him i guess i'm just beat for this shit you know what i'm saying that he even though he didn't understand like what i was saying he was just kind of just reaching back out to say like what do you mean you know what i mean i'm like so I got a second wind. I'm like, well, I've tried with FedEx before, and I can't get in contact with them. You know, whatever. And he's like, what's your what was the what was the um the transaction? And so I gave him the PayPal transaction or whatever, which I couldn't find it. Like it was hard as well because I paid with like my PayPal card or whatever. Yeah. And so I wasn't even checking in my PayPal. I was looking at my bank account to see like where it oh. was. And it came off of my credit card. I'm like, because my, my PayPal automatically takes it. Like, whenever I pay for something, it automatically takes it off my PayPal credit instead of my bank account. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, so I'm like, I ended up finding it. And then I, I sent it to the guy. And I didn't hear from him. I'm like, yeah, you know, whatever. And then two days later, he hits me back. And he's like, hey, man, you know, um, got, got a new set coming out to you. Uh, you know, FedEx, this and that, whatever. You're going to have to sign for it or whatever. And I'm like, dude. I can't thank you enough. It's such a small thing, but it made me so grateful that he took the time to like do that. And, you know, I say all of that to say this. It's like it's some of the smallest details in customer service that will separate businesses. Yeah. You know, like that there's just certain things that you do to just follow up with your customers and just to make them feel comfortable. Like no matter how shit the situation is, like how, how big it is, like if you make the customer comfortable with you, like you have a customer, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Like that's, that's now if I'm looking for, you know, a shift cable or like whatever hybrids, probably going to be the first person, first place I go to, you know what I mean? Um, but that was just like one of those things like where I'm like, I completely like say that customer service is like a hundred percent, like where the battle is, like what separates everybody when it comes to business. Yeah, no, definitely dude. And that's one thing that we learned from Best Buy. You know, I, I would do everything in my power 
to not have to call a manager. If they said, right. well, let me talk to a manager, say, well, well, let me help you out, dude. What can we do? You know, just mm -hmm. like a human, because I know what I can do. If I need right. to, I'll just call a manager and say, hey, can I just discount this product or whatever, you know, yeah. and then make, make them happy. I would do that all the time. And another thing that I learned from them and implemented into uh, Downstar is whenever somebody would pass in front of you 10 feet or whatever the rule mm -hmm. was, you greet them. And yep. at every show that I go to, I'm standing right there. And anybody that passes, I always greet them. Even if they're That's not weird. looking at us, I always greet them. And then I'll do, I'll walk around myself and I'll go check out booths. And, you know, I'm looking at stuff and the people at the booth, they won't even look at me. No. And then if somebody recognizes me, they're like, oh, what's up, man? I'm like, nah, fuck you, bro. If I wasn't, <laughs> if I wasn't me, you're not going to come over here and talk to me. Fuck you, dude. I ain't buying none of your shit. <laughs> you know how many times like you go to like a fucking uh, like somebody's stall that they paid to be at the event for. And like you're just standing there staring at them and they're they're fucking around on their phone yep. or like, you know, what I'm saying or like doing some other shit that's not catering to a customer directly in front of them. You know what I'm saying? Like. It, it, it happens too often and it's a it's a big drop point and yeah. a big point that you know i could capitalize on if i got into that segment you know what i'm saying because i i have that knowledge and i understand that you know that you need to people love attention yeah you know what i'm saying like no matter no matter what no what it, what you're selling like people love attention you know what i mean like some of the the, the most successful um people are the ones that are outgoing and they have some kind of gimmick or like some kind of uh some kind of thing that like draws you into them for you to say like okay like that person you know has my attention for whatever and like again same thing like i might not need any bolts or anything like that from you but fuck i'll buy the shit out of some shirts and some yeah. hats because <laughs> you know what i'm saying like because Thank i you. feel I, I i'm fucking with what you're putting down you know what i'm saying so like that's how that works out you know I'm trying, man. I'm trying. So um, let's let's get into podcasting, dude. You said that yeah. you you started listening to the podcast. Do you remember when it was that you came into uh, the podcast? Um, your podcast? Yeah. Um, yeah. I think it was like fifty nine or something. I don't remember the exact episode, but like I was kind of just skimming through them because, like, um, I was I I I wasn't. A full blown like podcast listener. Yeah, honestly, downtime with Downstar made me like a full time podcast listener. No way. So, so when I caught up to like from that point, like I didn't want to really like go too far back, so I haven't really gone back. But like, I caught up to where where I was at at the time, to like where you were, mm -hmm. and then I started like finding new podcasts to listen to. I'm like, all right, I like this, I like this, I like this, and Hell I just yeah. started like, you know, um, but. Um, I started listening to that, and I think the episode that you and O did yeah. in New Hampshire, yeah, is like the first time, like, um, when I was like, oh shit, like, yeah, I do listen to this. You know what I mean? Like, and I wasn't, I wasn't even aware of what was going on. Dude, we were so, <laughs> dude, we were so big, bro. Like, <laughs> you were in there, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I remember I said I said I think I sent you Yeah, that you sent me the picture. That took. Yeah. Um and yeah, no, and it was like one of, it was so funny like I was leaving the trailer and you were coming in and you were like, "Hey, what's up, bro? I'm Frank." And I'm like, "Oh shit, yeah, dude, what's up?" You know, whatever. And then I came back in cuz I'm like, "Oh yeah, they're probably filming filming the episode of the podcast." I'm like, "All right, bet. Let me just sit in here for a little bit." And of course, like being high as shit, I'm parched and I was, you know, <laughs> 
<laughs> I had to fucking leave because like I I left up I left there and then when I got out the trailer, uh, we started actually doing, um, we started filming some stuff for that we had with Luke from Four Pistons. Yeah, which that so it's funny because that's the same weekend that you did your podcast with, with him Luke, too, yeah. I believe, right? Yeah. So, um, but we were we we were doing some videos because so we we have a. We we have a partnership with Four Piston, mm-hmm. um, where if anybody follows our page, they'll probably think like you know our haters call us like Four Piston Dick Riders, but gotcha. not, like they uh, they help us out, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and we help them out by sharing a lot of a lot of content and like so our media content is Four Piston driven because they're kind of I hate using the word sponsor, but that's that's what they are. Oh, it's um, the p- supporters for sure, dude. Yeah, that yeah. So and uh, you know they 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 help us out. We help them out, and that's just how that goes. So we're doing a bunch. We're doing kind of a film project with them, um, which uh, we've been slacking on it because yeah. there's so many other things going on. But we have all the we have all the the stuff recorded and everything like that. We're just waiting to to put everything. We're trying to decide whether we want to do a YouTube series, like you know, if we want to do individual people that we interviewed yeah or if you want to do like a long form thing like where we kind of just consolidate everything into one and release it but i feel like there's so much that will be dropped out but essentially back to where i was getting at um yeah listening to the being a part of sitting in with with oh kind of like revived um me listening to the podcast and um from there i i haven't missed one since after that one you know what i mean so like Hell yeah, dude. Thank you so much, man. You you always yeah. show so much love and I really appreciate it because it's it's feedback from people like you that make the show good, you know. I always ask you all the time, is there anything well, what do you think about this or that? And you give me your feedback yeah. and I appreciate that so much because it helps me out, you know. I don't sometimes like you were saying when you were speaking patois and people wouldn't even know because in your head you thought you were yeah. saying the right thing. When I'm talking, I feel like I'm doing the right thing. I feel like I'm talking the right way. But then, you know, I'll have my wife tell me, oh, maybe you shouldn't say it like this. Maybe you could do it. And that stuff, it helps me out because my goal is to get so many people, as much people as I can, to listen to this message, whatever it is that's inside of these podcasts. So I'm trying my best to get as many listeners as possible. And I'm not really that stubborn in my way where it's like, okay, maybe change this aspect of it or change this as long as it doesn't change like the foundation of what the podcast is you know but it really helps especially to have like real listeners like yourself to to chime in on things yeah it's it's one of those things where you you don't want to step away from like what you know yeah you know because it's it's so organic and a podcast is like it's just a thing that we've kind of always wanted media to be you know what i mean like it's it's 100 percent um of every like uncensored or unfiltered yeah um depends on how you market your stuff but like for in in the roots of things like how things are going now like the the um the analogy i gave you when i texted you the other day yeah um it's like a flight you know what i'm saying like you don't know like when it's gonna leave but it's all you know it's gonna leave you know what i'm saying like you know it's gonna happen and at some point it's gonna happen um and when i saw the build-up to the last part or not 156 but 155 the yeah. one with uh alfredo yeah i was like man 
like I underestimated like how big that is. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, like, cause like at first I saw it, and right now I'm not working, so like you know I'm I'm not like typically my 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 schedule is like Mondays and Thursdays, like when I'm driving to work. Downtime with Downstar is on. You know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. or like whatever. And then, um, but because I'm not driving to work, like. I'm not like in the same thing. Like I'm waking up late. I'm not, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah, I'm all yeah. over the place. And, and like, I, I would feel like a weirdo just playing podcast, like a podcast in the house, like, you know, just like, cause I'm not going to pay attention to yeah. it. You know what I'm saying? As opposed to like when I'm listening in my headphones, you know? But then I took some time and like, I went for a walk the other day and like, I, I was like listening to it just to catch up to, um, catch up with the that that episode because i had caught up with the 154 um and then i listened to that one through and through and it was it was solid man like i like i said i don't know where or how i can critique anything else yeah (laughs) that you're doing you know but like i would just say just it's it's just keep doing the same exact fucking thing that you're doing bro like it's, it's working Thank you, brother. I appreciate it, man. Yeah, that one with Alfredo. Uh, shout out to Alfredo Mancuso from uh, On Some Shit. That one was so organic, dude. It's it's yeah. fucking nuts, bro. Because uh, there's a guy uh, Christian who has a channel uh, Honda Vlogs. Are you familiar with him? I am not Christian. Who? I forget his last name, but if you go to Instagram, it's Honda Vlogs. And, okay, uh, I know I I know it, but I'm I never I've never listened to it, but I know uh, the name. Dude, if you watch his YouTube channel, he would do uh, it's called a weekly recap, right? So mm-hmm. fucking sick, dude. He has a green screen behind him. He has his paper and it's a little screen, and he'll be like, "All right, guys, this week on uh on Guncast, Aki and them talked about this and that," and then they'll show a little clip. All right, yeah. next up we have Zosh, and Zosh is working on his RSX, and it'll show okay. a little. So fucking sick, That's dude. dope, dude. It's the, dope. So then it gives it gives a spotlight to the people that are in the community that are doing it. That's yeah. fucking dope. So Never. when I was uh I was on my daily vlog for like. Uh, over a month or so that's all i could do and i had to tap out <laughs> but i was doing the daily vlogs and then he put us up on there a couple times like oh that's cool so he and i gra- gained a friendship and then he he's like hey man you should check out this guy alfredo he um he's a biker and he owns that company on some shit and i already knew that from uh from adam 22 from no jumper yeah. i was like oh that's cool and he's like yeah man he posts a lot of the same things that you do i think you guys are pretty similar so I was like, oh, that's dope. And he's like, yeah, would you want me to reach out to him, see if he would want to do the pot? I'm like, shit, I don't care. So he did that, and he yeah. was down for it. I'm like, oh, dude, that's awesome. So then he and I started connecting, and then we he was awesome, man. Great, great dude. And we ended up making it happen. And uh, yeah. th- that pod was in the making for probably like maybe a couple months or so. And his mm-hmm. was the last one that we did before this uh, pandemic hit. <laughs> <laughs> then we had to move over to Skype. But yeah, dude, now he and I are working on things in the background and um, hopefully it'll help That's- us just spread the name a lot more. His name and our name, too, you yeah. know. Because there's so many people that are into the uh, into the bike community that are in the automotive community. Um, and it, and it's dope just to see things like that, just to see it all inter, intermingle and especially like skateboarding, too. It's it's just everything in, in one community is, is so dope. It just makes it your impact a lot more bigger than it could be if you just focused on just solely Hondas, you know? Yeah, for sure. And like the same thing like with the... Uh 
his followers probably would never ever hear about you. Yeah, definitely. And your followers probably would never hear about him. Because like I started following him because, you know, obviously you did the podcast, so I started following him. And like I heard his brother's name before, but I never <laughs> yeah. knew who he was. You know what I'm saying? So like I'm like, oh, that's who all right, cool. So I started following him too. Like so like now think about like the reach that you know that goes along with you know what i'm saying like yeah he gives you a shout out hey you know this is frank downstar da, 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 like whatever like you start having following from people there and like all that networking just comes together like so good like whenever you have something that's again organic like the way you, you know you have it yeah like i will say too like our um our following for our page um kind of came along the ways of um of the uh the people that were around yeah you know? um so when uh i, I like like i said I, I got into like my friend jason um let's get jason sealander he's got he used to have like a sport front wheel drive car back in the day mm-hmm. uh, like probably like oh seven oh eight um and think in World Cup 2010, I think he went to World Cup. Uh-huh. And that's back when, like, you could, they were doing index classes back then. You know what I'm saying? And, like, and he told me, like, he blew, he blew his car up. Like, he went like a 9 9 or something like that, blew, blew his car up. And he's like, yo, don't ever miss, like, you can't, you have to come and work up with me. Like, don't, you can't miss it. You can't miss it. I'm like, all right, cool. So 2011 mm. World Cup was the first time I went to World Cup. And he's like, oh, you know, make sure you bring your camera, this and that, whatever, whatever. So I'm like, all right, cool. Like, it's got my cameras. And, you know, again, like, I do my photography for me. Like, I don't, I don't try to, like, be a certain way. I don't have a certain style of shooting. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like. Like if I want to shoot some something that seems like it's got like a little bit more of a sepia tone to it or like whatever, if I want to be like you know have something that has uh you know like a what do you call that shit um if I want to layer up a photo or whatever like to make things look like really artsy like I could do that mm-hmm. um but um I'm random about like how I how I do it like it's yeah. just however I feel like my photography is literally my art. You know, and I'm the biggest critic of like what I do. So, um, whenever I take pictures, I I just hoard them. You know what I'm saying? Like they're all in my in my computer. Like I I never really I'll post up. You know, let's say I post 10, 15 pictures from this event that I shot 500 pictures at. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So I have like this backlog of photos. Like I'm almost thinking of like going onto our page and just spamming our Instagram with like throwback pictures of like World Cup. You know what I mean? Like even like for instance that picture of Sheepy's car I showed yeah. you. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. Like, like that was me just randomly in the pits. I'm like, oh shit! I saw this car in a magazine. Take a picture of it. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Because I think there was a I don't remember who it was. If it was Super Street or Import Tuner or Honda Tuner, I don't remember who. But it was uh, Jason from FCS, uh-huh. Sheepy's car, and I think a car from Rywire. I I I'm not exactly I'm pretty sure, sure it was Honda Tuning. Yeah, it might have been Honda Tuning, and I, I remember seeing that, and I was like, "Yo, this is this is wild!" Like seeing these cars from the magazine, like at the track. You know yeah. what I mean? Like getting to be around them or whatever. And um, you know, when you're around racers, like Jay, I think Jason probably doesn't remember this, but like I was around him from all those times um, because, like, I'm good friends with uh, a lot of your crews. Um, and he's like a sport formal drive guy from like back then too. Like that's the car that we went to world cup with. Got you. Got you. Um, 
and they all mingle they all you know they're all in their little circle not a little circle but like they all know each other and they all interact with each other yeah um so like like i'm always in the background like like all right you know yeah i remember this person or yeah i remember that and not to this not to say i was having a face-to-face with the person but i at least know who you're talking about yeah i'm saying like seeing people from the forums like k20a like i was all over that you know what i'm saying like and just like matching like screen names to faces yeah yeah race cars and you know so like there's there's so many racers that like i'm just familiar with them from forums and whatever and they probably don't know who i am but i know who they are and like kind of that sounds stalkerish but that's the media <laughs> man like, that's the media man in you, you got like, know. I know who they are and like it's not like i'm not that you know we're not that big of a media uh outlet just yet and i don't think we're really trying to be yeah um we just want to make everything good you know what i'm saying so um but yeah being around everybody and like so care like um from that one world cup that i went to in 2011 I started taking pictures and I made sure I made like an album for every year that I went there. And, um, it kind of just paid off to the point of where we are now where I can go up to certain trailers and say, hey, what's up to the guys. Cause they're seeing me every fucking year. You yeah. know what I'm saying? They see me at HD. You're seeing me at, you know, you're seeing me at, 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 you know, like an import face off. You're seeing me at wherever, like, and I'm just there taking pictures. I might not come up saying hi to you or nothing like that. I might just be taking a picture of your car. I'll post a fire picture of it, like whatever. Yeah. Let it sit, tag you in it. If I know who you are, I'll tag you and just let it rock. You know what I mean? And like so far it's been like people are recognizing who we are as a group. Um, and a big part of that is due to like um Aki was a big big person in in our our uh our blow up uh-huh. essentially. Uh Jamie is obviously another one which um i can get into like how i met jamie but (laughs) but like um those guys are the key uh key ones for like why our page is the way they are you know because they support us a lot and we support them too buddy we're gonna take a quick break for our sponsors and we'll be back in one minute we all know that there's tons of places you can buy your car parts at but when you really need help who's in your corner When you need parts for your Honda, you need to visit HeelToeAuto.com. Since 2002, Heeltoe has built a reputation for service and support. Let me repeat that, guys. Since 2002. It's 2020 right now. That's a long time of experience, man. These social media slingers and copycat web stores can't match Hilto's professionalism. Hilto even offers a complete OEM store for all your genuine parts needs, whether it's for show, race, or just a badass daily. Remember that HiltoAuto.com is in your corner. And guys, if you're on Instagram, make sure you check them out at Hilto Automotive. Please, please go to their page right now, add them, and comment that you heard them on Downtime with Downstar podcast. Next up is Downstar. Downstar is the premium leader in dress-up hardware and engine bay accessories. We have all the nuts and bolts for all your screwing and nutting needs. From engine kits, transmission kits, mount kits, clutch lines, brake kits, t-shirts, skateboards, hats lighters damn we got it all we we actually have too much guys so if you can please come over and buy some stuff at downstarring.com or check us out at instagram at downstar make sure you give us a follow 
Now, back to the show. I that I think that that's where I found out about you guys from was from Aki back in the day when you guys were yep. working together. Um, I want to talk about that before we get away from that. Maybe an idea that you could do is um, on your story, you know, just post up like World Cup 2011, 2012. Oh, we did that. Something. Oh, did you? Oh, yeah, we did that. Oh, that would yeah. be cool. I was doing it for a while and then I somehow stopped. Like I was just going in. I was going back and I like the photos that like were redundant, like we're either like a burnout shot like you know when you're t taking a photo you're not just taking one photo you take fucking like 15 of them you know what i mean yeah. so like and then sometimes i'll edit them in different styles or like whatever so like for those ones that just get tucked away um we and we mark we know which ones we've used already and which ones we haven't um and some of them are so good that we just repost them yeah <laughs> um but like for 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 how for a while i was just going into my story and just like posting pictures like throwback pictures you know of like whatever going back which i think i should should definitely bring that back up again. especially yeah. right now since everybody's chilling at home you know yeah. you gotta right now if you have a media uh page right now is the time to put out content and it's it's surprising me so much that like in my space the podcast space how many podcasts are taking a break right now yeah. you know yeah. especially like my favorite podcast is the joe budden podcast Mm -hmm. and they last week they they upload every wednesday and saturday and yeah. on wednesday they said that they're gonna be off until they don't even know when i'm like come on guys you can figure yeah. if i can figure out you can figure it out dude you have to have respect for your community and the people that right. follow you and that's why i'm so solid about you know not missing a date and it has to come out at this exact time just because and I appreciate that, dude, because that shit made my schedule, bro. Like, I know yeah. exactly what I'm listening to, like, any day at a time where I know exactly what I'm listening to. Yeah. Like, my my podcast, uh, my podcasting is weird. I don't really listen to too many automotive podcasts, and I don't even classify your shit as automotive either, which I know you Thank don't. You. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, you know, but, like, it, it's just automotive personalities. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, like. I listen to like weird shit. Like I listen to like cr like the true crime stuff. Okay. Or or I listen to like obviously like Joe Rogan. Yeah. Um. The the Mike Tyson podcast is another one I follow good. Nice. Um. The guys from Donut Garage. Uh -huh. So that's an automotive podcast I listen to. So that Donut one's called like Skid Mark or something. Uh. Pass gas. Pass gas. <laughs> I do. <laughs> Skid Mark. <laughs> <laughs> same thing <laughs> i knew it was something like that someone just put me on to that i gotta check that one out yeah, it's dope dude like it's this uh so i did like a little binging on that like in between like when i was listening to um this and like um they do it like a like a breakdown of like some of like the early history stuff like it's all about history got you, know, you got past you. like got whatever you. Um, so they, they give you a breakdown and it tells you like about like how a bunch of like the, the movers and the shakers from back in the day, like how they were doing things. And like um, it makes you kind of realize that a lot of them were assholes. <laughs> oh, yeah. Most most automotive people are fucking assholes, bro. <laughs> Yeah, it was it was uh, it was like one of those things where I'm like, that's not too far off from the race community. Like, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh, what other pods do you listen? What's your favorite like top three, you would say? Um, obviously, Downtown with Downstar, um, so. Joe, Joe Rogan, and um, there's another one called Dissect. Dissect, which okay. Is, which is like a hip hop. Uh, it's not hip hop. It's it's a guy that's a musician uh -huh. that 
basically takes albums and dissects them. So gotcha. like he'll like each episode he'll like break a song down. The episodes are like thirty to forty five minutes and he'll go line by line and like telling you like what things mean or like wow. how he said, dude, it's it it's insane. So like this is when I was like I think when we were talking about our music conversation, like how we want to talk about music, which we can get into that. Yeah, let's get into it. Let me put Um, my gloves on. (laughs) So, like, dissect. Like, I thought I was, like, geeking out on music before for the fact of, like, this, for instance. Like, so how you're not up on logic, right? Uh, I mean, just a little bit. Um, That Space album, I really like that album. But anything else, not not so much. Okay, cool. Like, that's, that's good. Like, so... So you you got that connection though with like how everything is works out in that in that universe. Um. Yeah. 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 So like where you know when Where's you're in listening the future to and the, stuff. Yeah. Yeah, you're listening to the second album, and then when you listen to the first album, you're actually listening to it on the second album. Mm-hmm. You're, you're you're up on that, right? Well, I didn't listen to the first album, so I'm not okay. sure. So when you listen to the first album, right? There's gonna be a voice, a computerized voice talking to you, kind of like the old Tribe Called Quest album, and that computer program is like telling you, you know, how he created the song, blah blah blah, and like whatever. Then, you know, when you get to the end of the song, it tells you like this is the conclusion of the album. Mm-hmm. When you start playing the, the second album, he says, "Oh, I'm listening to oldies." And yeah. He's like, oh, logic, and then he's like, "Yeah, I was listening to it on the way here." So when, oh. how you interpret that is. Uh, you when you listen to the first album, you're actually on the spaceship in the second album, listening to the first album. Oh, got you, got you, got you. And and so like when you start listening to it, like like so then when he says I got my upgrade, that that's like now the program that you were hearing on the first album has the new program, and so like that's the upgrade. Got you. And, and then it becomes present time, which is in the future, and blah blah blah. But it's a whole bunch of shit to follow. But that's the shit I like, yeah, because it's a concept and it's something that you have to think about to follow. And it's not just music, you know what I mean? Like things kind of like follow. Like I hate like albums that are just like a compilation of songs. Like I like themed albums, mm-hmm. you know. Like I love when an album like follows a certain theme, you know what I mean? Like even like, the songs don't even have to like roll into each other. They just have to be along the same. The same subject matter, you know yeah. what I mean? Like um, fucking bitches and doing <laughs> doing drugs. I and mean, shit. that's that's always <laughs> that's always on the agenda, bro. <laughs> but like, so the die the dissect podcast uh-huh. showed me shit that I never knew, right? You know, so like you listen to like Good Kid, Mad City, uh-huh. and Kendrick. Um, you listen to the album, you know exactly what it is. It's him talking about himself as a teenager, like going through, and it kind of gives you a day in the life of like him. Yeah. Right. And that podcast takes different things that they're saying in the songs and like links them up in a way that is so crazy that it kind of shows you that Kendrick Lamar's whole, um, whole ride in music Mm -hmm. is him fighting good and evil. Hmm. You know what I mean? Like from his, even from his mixtape shit. Like, you know, he had songs that were just like a, a like a, a like an internal battle between like being a good person or being a fuckboy. You know gotcha. what I mean? Like, and, and like, it's 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 the the podcast kind of like lays everything out. And when you see it, like, and it's so funny. Every time he's saying something, like you're following it. He's he's saying something, and you're like, 
eh, sounds like you're stretching that a little bit. Then you hear him coming, and if that sounds like a stretch, and it's like, and then he like explains it out, and you're like, oh shit, you know what I mean? Like, and then no way, nothing ever seems like a stretch. I I'm telling you, like that podcast is like underrated. If if you don't haven't heard of it, heard of it, like it's underrated, like super underrated. Like they broke down, um. To Pimper Butterfly, mm-hmm. uh, they broke down um, My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. Oh, no way. Yeah, dude, that shit, like, I was not I was on some fuck Kanye shit, right? Yeah. And then I heard that, and I'm, like, back to neutral again. Like, I'm just <laughs> like, all right, it's cool. Like, even throughout all the bullshit that he was doing, like, after I listened to that podcast, I'm like, it's like Kanye can do no wrong. You know what I'm saying? When yeah. it comes to music, anyways, you know what I mean? Like, um, like that. I'm like, going to look his, it up now. Oh yeah, dude. It's it's insane. Like it tells you like the the stuff that led up to the mm. to the uh to the album and it explains like, you know, the studio sessions and it, and, and all he's doing is just going in and like explaining like what words mean and stuff. Like with the Kanye stuff, it's not that deep as like the Kendrick stuff. Yeah. Um but there's oh, things that you like so he'll break down like 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 uh keystrokes, bro. Like like why Kanye would would play a beat a certain way, or like why he would like how he would like structure a beat a certain way. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And it kind of shows you how genius he is. Like like no matter what people say, dude, like Kanye is a fucking genius. Dude. Yeah. Like like when you hear how he like puts shit together, and the the breakdown of everything, it's it's incredible. I, I don't want to like talk about it too much because then you it takes away from you listening to it. Um, but like. Trust me, listen to that if you get some time. I think each season is like 15 episodes or something like that. Uh-huh. Um, and and he also does retro stuff too. So like, just like how your form, so the format of your podcast, you ask somebody, you ask your guests, like go back to like your beginner days, whatever. Like he'll go back to like the beginning days of like Kanye's life and shit like that. So like the first like three episodes or so is like all how Kanye got to where he is. And then like episode four would start like song number one. You know what I mean? Fuck like, yeah. and then it, it goes through it. Um, thank you. Yeah, dude. I'm, I'm with that. I'm going to look that up. I, I have it on my phone. I'm going to listen to that for sure. Because that album is amazing. Oh, dude. Incredible. So I was calling it like, after I listened to, to the podcast, I was like, it was in my mind before the podcast. It was in my mind, like top 10 albums of the decade, hands down. Yeah. Right. And then that podcast, I listen to it. I'm like, it's number, it's one, two, or three. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like it's. And then after I really soaked it in, I'm like, it's number one. Yeah. And then sure enough, like <laughs> it came uh, out as number one. Yeah, it's the number one album of the decade. You know what I mean? And it's just like, like it's it's incredible, like how how over like how crazy he is, yeah. and how like. If you're not geeking out about shit or if you're not like paying attention, you can't understand like how good he actually is. You know what I mean? But don't um, you don't you feel like an artist has to have everything for to be able to be um accepted like that? Like what I'm trying to say is with Kendrick, right? Some of those albums, if you break them down and break down what he means and everything, it's still not gonna do much for me because it's not an enjoyable listen it would be more of like reading a book mm-hmm. you know and it's like ah, I you know i i kind of don't want to put this on to like read a book right now right right, you know? right, right. um it, it's 
which is it's 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 a it's uh how do I explain it? Like Good Kid, Mad City, I feel like is a story, right? Yeah. Like, like sit down and it's a story. You listen to the story, right? To pimp a butterfly is for me as a black person in America and the time when it came out, it's it resonated heavy. Yeah. Gotcha. Because like the drum patterns that they were using, like the amount of jazz samples that were not samples, but like how they were structuring the album, like the, yeah. how the beat came together, the things he was saying, like, and I'm not one to like always bring race into it or anything like that. But like, if you're black and you understand what being black is, like, regardless of whether or not you, you harp on it, like you get, you understand how society treats you as a black person. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, and so like, listening to that album it kind of just like it resonates different you know what i'm saying like yeah. i don't like when i listen to it i don't expect my my white friends to know or feel the same way about it as it. some of them do you know what i'm saying because yeah. they fuck with music and they you know whatever but i don't expect everybody to feel the same way i do about it um and then like when you listen to um his album damn mm-hmm. it that's the album that he made that was like he's still saying the same shit like not the same shit but like he's still saying it the same way but in a more up-to-date format you know what i'm saying like all the beats were like like more modern beats and like something that you can hear like a little pump on or like you can hear like you know what i'm saying like one of these other littles um, yeah you know what i'm saying and and you'd be like oh shit all right cool like he could have thrown any of them on there just like a feature if you wanted to and it would go yeah you know what I'm saying? so um i feel like as a whole, he's very easy for me to listen to because that's just how how I that's just what I listen to. Yeah. Um. And I I kind of I'm I'm guessing here, but like where you're coming from is like I think is the total opposite of like where I'm coming from with like new music per se. You know what I mean? Like where I feel like you you you're more up on like the newer the newer like up and coming guys like SoundCloud rappers. Yeah. And versus where I'm just coming around to it now. Oh really? Yeah, like like um I think Lil Baby's album that he dropped the other day was like fire. Oh like, really? I haven't heard it yet, but I fuck with Lil Baby. Fire. Yeah, yeah. He his album was fire. Like for a while I didn't really like him because like I just thought he was just kinda like eh, like the way I was voices. But then like I listened to that album and I'm like, damn dude, like that was fire. Um Twenty One Savages album that he had with the J. Cole song on it. Like oh, hell I yeah. thought I thought that album he really stepped up. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like he like he, like I was able to listen to it. where I feel like before I wasn't able to like take any of his songs serious. Especially like when you have people like in parodies of his songs. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like you, there's like comedians that make fun of them already. You yeah. know, and it makes it harder to listen to because you can't hear anything except the comedy. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. um I don't think I'll ever, ever get into, like, a little pump, <laughs> you know. Um, it's just not me. Lil Yachty, I, I can't stand him. Um, Come on. I can't, dude. It just sounds slow to me. Like, <laughs> not to make <laughs> like, I, just, like, I just can't do it, dude. Like, I, I, that's probably fucked that. up of me to say, I'll but, like. <laughs> <laughs> but you understand where I'm coming from, right? Like- I do, but the the way that I look at it, right? Because a lot of these guys, okay. So to 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 just start off, yeah. like I have utmost respect for hip hop, breaking down lyrics, 
and understanding what people are saying and getting the whole concept, like a Kendrick yep. thing, right? I equate music to food, right? That's yep. going to be your grade A steak, filet mignon, lobster, best shit, right? Yep. I don't always want to eat that, bro. Sometimes I want to eat his Snickers, you know? Sometimes right. I want to have some pizza. Sometimes I don't <laughs> want that crazy-ass meal, dude. And that's what I feel that things like that are. And that's why you and I have got into those conversations about Eminem. I understand yeah. all the Eminem breakdowns. I've seen it, and I've understand the, the quadruple entendres that he's doing. But it's mm -hmm. just like, bro, at this time, I'm not trying to do that. It's just too much to think about. I got it. Like, you know? There's people that, that, say, like, that have that. But like, for me, like again... Coming from like how I listen to music and how I take it, yeah. Um, M was one of those artists that I listened to when I was trying to learn how to speak like an American. You yeah. know what I mean? So like, and because of how he raps, where phonetically he pronounces everything. You know what I'm saying? Like you can hear every word that he says, and you can you can follow everything that he's saying. Um, I am a huge fan of his. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Because of like like lyrically he says he fits words into places that shouldn't it shouldn't happen. Yeah. Like it should not happen. And I think that's incredible. You know what I mean? Another one another person like that that I fuck with heavy, heavy, heavy. Like I think if you were to go through my al my iTunes and say like my favorite artist is the one that I have the most albums of, Tech Nine. Oh like, really? Yeah, dude. Like fucking I have like pretty much like every Tech Nine release since like O two. You know, yeah. and like and I was listening to him like in high school too. You know, not, not heavy, heavy in high school. More so in college, like when fucking he came out like in '06 when he came out with um, what do they call that song? Fuck. I wouldn't uh, know any of it, bro. To be honest. Well, he had a, he had a song that was like a drinking anthem. Okay. Um, it's like 151 rum, pineapple juice, you know, whatever. Uh, Caribou was the song it's called. Yeah, Caribou Um, so like when that song came out, like. I was in college drinking it up, you know what I'm saying? Like, so the, that song was relatable. And then I was like, oh, yeah, this is a dude I used to listen to in high school. And I just went back on his catalog and I just started buying his albums. Especially working at Best Buy, you get them shits like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. little, little employee discount, you know what I mean? Like, so, um, yeah, I, I listen to Tech Nine Heavy. Um, his whole, like, uh, record label. So, like, he, you know, he's independent and he's got his own record label and shit. So, and he's one of those people, like, where, Nobody that's on his roster sounds crappy. Yeah. Like when they do shows, like they'll bring. It's just him, and they don't do locals. They it's just him and his artists, and like so you'll get a dose of artists that are on his label that are up and coming, and you're like, oh shit! Now so now you're not only a Tech Nine fan, but you're like a Stevie Stone fan, a Chris Calico fan, you know whatever. And there's all these dudes that you start listening to, and it becomes overwhelming sometimes for me. Cause like it's just too much music, you yeah. know what I mean? And especially nowadays, where I listen to podcasts, like I don't really have time to fit music in. Like, I don't. If I'm driving in my car, I don't listen to music. Like I listen to a podcast, you know yeah. what I mean? Um, but um, for the most part, um, like those guys are like the ones that I listen to. That I'm just like, all right, cool. Like I, I want. That's the type of music I want to listen to. Yeah. Um, the, some of the newer stuff. I'll listen to it just for the fact of like listening to it. Where all right, I don't want I don't want the steak. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I want a yeah. bit of dessert. I want to turn up a little bit. You know what I mean? And and um and then some of the sometimes I get to like it. You know what I mean? And then there's also the ones that kind of sound like they're trying to be hype or whatever, like in that same range. But then 
you end up listening to it for real and you see that they're actually lyrical too. Like yeah. I saw a clip actually of like Playboy Cardi um the other day like rapping. Dude sounds exactly like Big Sean. Like I would never put that together, you know what I'm saying? Like Genius had it up and they're like, Which one do you prefer? Like, you know, old Playboy Cardi or new Playboy Cardi? And I'm like the old one, yeah. you know, because he's rapping, you know what I'm saying, versus like the the little baby voice shit that he's doing now, you know what I mean? Like whatever, like I can't I can't really listen to that. But then same thing with Uzi. Uzi's the same way. Like I, when I first like really started hearing about Uzi was on like Bad and Bougie, mm-hmm. and like I, I really hated hated his verse. But then he said something about Ferraris, and I'm like, all right, thing about Ferraris, you know what I mean? <laughs> Yeah, like 458, you know what I mean? I'm like, oh, word, all right, cool. You know, and then, like, I started, and I listened to his newest album that he just dropped, yeah. and I liked it. Hell you know yeah, I mean? like, fire. And he had a he had a bunch of car talk on there. I'm like, man, I can fuck with that, you know yeah. what I mean? Because he's talking to the shit, you know? Um, and then, uh, um, I guess that, like, uh, the R8 that he has, like, Sheepy, it's got a Sheepy kid on it. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, know? yeah, yeah. Um, which I thought that was even more props, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, so I could fuck with anybody that's getting down with our community, you know. <laughs> what I was saying about uh, Yachty is, um, you know, I, I'm in the culture a lot where I listen to interviews and uh, kind of get the backstory on these people before they they start to pop or as they're popping and yeah. um, just a just a young kid going to college and just found this lane and was able to turn it into something and realizes that he's not the most lyrical person, but he's like trying and there's a there's one song that i really like with him and t grizzly uh mm-hmm. it's from it's from the d to the a because uh okay. t grizzly's from detroit are detroit, you familiar yeah. with him yeah, yeah, yeah. okay I'm up. and then uh <laughs> yachty's from atlanta and just i listened to the backstory on that one from t grizzly and he's saying yo yachty he just wanted to do this flow on the song where they're just going back and forth it's yeah. it's kind of like he does his part uh yadi will do his part and then they'll just go back and forth it's fire dude because he really doesn't have to put himself in those kind of situations but he chooses to because he he likes the art of what uh what rapping is and he's just trying to be better at it and i can't say that for a lot of these new artists out Uh, i mean honestly there's there's a bunch of rappers that do do that i I think 21 is one of those yeah you know what i'm saying like where like he knew like he's not like no matter how many times because a big part of hip-hop is to puff your chest and say you're the best you know mm-hmm. what i mean but he kind of recognized that like all right maybe his shit is not up to par like what he should do and whatever and then he you know went in and actually you could tell that he sat down and he you know he did his thing with this album and it was enjoyable to me. Like I, there, I didn't just like the radio singles. You know what I'm saying? Like there's al- there's songs on the album that I I fuck with heavy. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. where I will go back and listen to it repetitively. You know, um, a bit another part. Like so, I feel like <laughs> one thing that was coming with music for me um, when uh, when I was younger, like I used to think Missy Elliott was whack. Really? You know? Yeah. Like. Cause I used to listen to, bro. My, so I'll give my intro to hip hop. My intro to hip hop was my, my my oldest. My big brother is nine years older than me. Uh-huh. Um, and uh, I want to say probably in ninety four, ninety five. I want to say, it's like the first time I really started listening to hip hop. You know, 
obviously a super young kid, but my brother is that much older and he's in high school or whatever. So that's what they're listening. They're listening to everything and hip hop was a part of the menu. His friends, you know, I had to hang around him and his friends. So 94, 95, we're listening to Biggie, you know, Ready to Die. Yeah. Uh, listening to Tupac, All Eyes on Me. We're listening to Wu-Tang, Hell you yeah. know, um, 36 Chambers. We're listening to this, all sorts of shit. And so when I first started listening to hip hop, it was the main ones I remember as a kid was like Wu-Tang, Biggie, Tupac, um, uh, Bone Thugs and Harmony, because that one of our friends really loved them, too. Um, like the Ghetto Boys, um, Tribe Called Quest, uh, Nas, and, and there's a bunch more, but like that, that's basically those are the names that I remember, like when I first started listening. And then, of course, my brother was like a huge Tupac, Tupac fan, so he had all of his albums. And you know, so then one of my our neighbor that was like two houses down was a huge Biggie fan, yeah. So like there was always like they they didn't beef you know but like there was always this thing like yo fuck that we ain't playing no biggie in this house and then my brother would be like yo we only playing Tupac in this house you know what I mean whatever and um and then one of my other uh, other friends he like only would listen to like you know um he listened to Nas a lot yeah so and then but because my brother is all Tupac like I gained the whole thing I'm on whatever Tupac's on you know whatever time Tupac's on that's the time I'm on so yeah. it's like. You know, fuck Biggie, fuck Jay Z, fuck, you know like, fuck Nas, like yeah. fuck all these dudes. You know what I'm saying? Like, because that's who I'm riding for. Especially like when the Machiavelli album came out, and like if you ever listen to the Machiavelli album and you hear how he was like just saying fuck that's everybody, just dark, bro. Dude, it's so fucking dark. Like it's like, oh my god, like this cat was just going in on people. Yeah, and you're like, yo, like, you know. Are you good? <laughs> you know, like, like, is one of his boys gonna ask him if he's good? Like, you know, and it, it sucks. Like, things played out the way they played out. Yeah. And of course, now knowing what we know, we know how things went down and like how he got killed or whatever. But, um, I, 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 it took me until my teenage years to realize like how good Biggie was or yeah. how good Nas was or how good Jay Z is. You know what I'm saying? Like, I was never a big Jay Z fan until the Black Album. Really. Yeah, yeah, I would like reasonable oh doubt. God, reasonable doubt wasn't on my radar at all. Like the summer songs were, um, but like it wasn't on my radar. And the album I had from Jay Z was um, Hard Knock Life. Uh huh. Um, or not hard. Yeah, volume uh, two. Volume two. Yeah. Um, so that's the album I had, and that's because I was a huge DMX fan and Hell Money yeah. Cash Hoes on that album so i literally got that album because of money cash hoes <laughs> and um and like of course i listen to buster rhymes and shit like that but like there's just that's just kind of like where we where i started off was just a big tupac fan which to this day i'm a huge huge tupac fan hey if you uh if you're talking about busta bro um extinction level event that album can that uh, album go right now <laughs> That today. album is today. Like, dude, I was listening to it probably like three or four years ago. My boy Jason, <laughs> we're driving in because he drives after trailer. I think I, I must have had a day off or something like that, and we're yeah. listening to it. And I heard the thing, and he's talking about the Twin Towers going down. I'm like, I go back in the phone. I'm like, wasn't this shit released in like '98? This nigga's talking about the Twin Towers coming down. Yeah, I'm like, I'm like, bro. Yeah. Like, 
And then, you know what's even creepier? When you listen to the intro. Of that. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, dude. That intro is, is super creepy, dude. Yeah, because it just t- explains everything that's going on. You know what's even crazier, too? Um, so Logic. Mm-hmm. Logic, ha- with, with, the, with that um, Incredible True Story album. Yeah. He has a, a screenplay that he wrote for that album. Uh-huh. Right? Where he's explaining why that concept came about. And it's it's saying that like in I think I think the year is like twenty twenty five is where he gave us uh-huh. right the something went wrong with uh, the food supply in the world right mm-hmm. and then like uh, the water got contaminated and like people just started dying of this disease yeah right at like exponential numbers which uh-huh. is what we're going through right now you yeah. know what I mean and um. And it got so bad that, like, they were doing, like, synthetic food or something like that or whatever. And the synthetic food was being uh, tarnished by the by the, the contaminated water. Mm. And so it got so bad that they had to figure a way for us to just leave the planet because the planet was becoming inhabitable. And it said, like, five million people were left on the planet when it was all said and done. And they all went up into that the space station. And that's where the album is taking place because they're living in the space station as of like 2065. Oh. You know? So like when I listen to shit like that, I'm like, oh, fuck. Like we're going to go like we got like five years. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's like interstellar, dude. Yeah, dude. And, and, and I think a big part of like what he was inspired by was that movie. Interstellar. Yeah. That movie is a trip, bro. Oh, Bro, I fucking lost my shit. I have to watch it like three more times before I completely understand what's going on. Yeah. Because like, I mean, I get it, but I at the same time I'm like, how the fuck did this? What you know? What I mean, like, I have to like go back and see it again. Before we get off music topic, um, do you listen to Young Thug? Yeah. Okay. Good. <laughs> much so much fun was a pretty pretty solid. Oh, solid dude, album. that album is so fire, bro. You know, yeah. um, I talked to a lot of people that aren't really familiar with newer hip hop or what's going on. And, you know, you play them some young thug and like, I don't want to listen to this shit. I'm like, it's cause you're not listening, bro. You <laughs> you need to listen. Did you hear his uh, song with him and Joyner? Um, on which album? Joyner's album, ADHD. No, I haven't. I haven't listened to Joyner's album and I need to. Um, it, 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 that's a good song. Oh yeah. It, it, uh, the song, the album or the song is called the war. Okay. And it's, it's not a Joiner song. It's a Young Thug song. Really? Like, in terms of like how it sounds, you know, like sonically, it's a Young Thug song. Dope. Like where it's like kind of like acoustic and like you know, like kind of like more of like a, a singing more than a rapping, you know? Yeah. Because I, I like that. Like whenever he, I, I think Joiner is so diverse. He's another one that's like just fucking incredible. Yeah. Um, like he's so diverse as a as an artist that like you can he can he can go on a track with anybody. You know what I mean? And like and just fit right in like the song with him and young thug it literally sounds like it fits in the album somehow fits in the album but it sounds like a young thug song so it should be on a young thug album you should just be the like it's it's weird but um it's a pretty solid listen that album um which is weird like one of my buddies like he was saying like he didn't really he wasn't blown away by the album Mm -hmm. and i'm like bro you're not blown away because you've been listening to the album for the past two years yeah, I've been meaning to, to listen to the Joiner album. Uh, I heard it was really good, but I just haven't had a chance to. Um, I haven't put it on the list to sit down and listen to it. But I really fuck with Joiner. 
except for when he lost to Tory Lanez. I don't think he lost. Come on. <laughs> that that ZZ song, bro? No, that was garbage. Oh, oh, that one. Yeah. Well, that one I think that was second round that, if I'm not from, if I'm not mistaken. No, the ZZ one was the first round. Um this the second the the second round was with him and Tori on the same song. That might have been third round, bro. I think Oh, okay. That might have been third round. Yeah, okay. I think you're right on that. Yeah. But I I think most Um, of it had to do with me underestimating Tori though, but he spit. Yeah. A lot of people a lot of people did underestimate him. Well I I knew he was I knew he was dope. I mean honestly I underestimated him a little bit too, but like I knew he was dope. You know what I mean? Like I I feel like anybody that writes R and B can be a good rapper. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like that's just a weird thing. Like Chris Brown, for instance, like Hearing Chris Brown rap, like he's he's better than most rappers. You yeah. know what I mean? Like when you hear him rap it. Um, so like the fact that Tory Lanez is like a, a good rapper is not not like not under like I underestimate him a little bit, but not too crazy. Um but he definitely kept up with up with Joyner better way better than I thought he would have. Um and even exceeding him in some points, you know, you know. Um but that's just like the the side of like what um how he raps and whatever like when you listen to his albums like you get a, a really good idea of like how joiner is and if i don't know if it was in an interview he said it or whatever but he says that like he visualizes songs before like a concept like a video yeah for, for a song before he um before he writes it and then he writes the song based on the concept that he visualizes. Yeah, which isn't hard so that's to believe. Why when you, yeah, because a lot of his videos when you are see, concepts. When you see his videos, yeah, when you see his videos, you're like, all right, cool. Like, I get it. Like, yeah. And everything just flows right. And, you know, kind of like how the Will, the, Will, the Will Smith one is like the easiest one to recognize. You yeah. Know what I mean? Like, he's saying things and just dropping the names of the titles and, like, making them appear as he's saying it in the video. But like what he's saying is relatable to the message that he's given, you know. Yeah, it was good. Um, uh, the Will Smith one probably my least favorite out of all of them. My most yeah. favorite is probably gonna be um between I'm sorry and the uh, Ross Capaccioli or however. Capaccioni. Yeah, Capaccioni. That one yeah. is fucking nuts. Which is wild because the, the Ross Capaccioni song is on his first album mm-hmm. and. The sorry is on his sec his second album, um, which I mean, for me, sorry like brings out emotions, bro. Like, yeah, I'm sorry. Like, if you listen to that song, especially if you watch the, the visuals video, for it, yeah. and it doesn't like, and it doesn't like touch you a certain way, especially if you've known people that like, you know, what I'm saying that yeah. have committed suicide or whatever. Like, it's 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 wild, bro. Like, you know, I I personally don't have, I don't think I I don't really well. Yeah, there's like one, but we weren't that close. You know what I'm saying? Like I know people that have committed, so but like we weren't that close. But like if you, I could just imagine like what it's like. You know, what I mean? like I know, yeah. like I know what what it is like to deal with death, and it's like it's not, it's not the, it's not the best. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, let's fucking talk about something positive, bro. <laughs> Who shot you? So you guys uh, came up with the logo, and then what was the game plan after that? What was your guys' mindset? Like, yo, this is what we're gonna do. 
Um, the the con the, after that it was just to do things that people weren't doing. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the, to just hop in the hop in the space spaces that we saw that were open. Mm-hmm. Um, and and you know like we don't want to like just like give you event updates yeah. or like you know whatever. Like we want to we want to hear from like the racers. We want to like. We want to like give you like a behind the scenes essentially of like what's going on, which is why we're cool. We're 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 super stoked about having like Four Piston as like um, a, a group of guys that we're so close with um, that we have that access. You know what I'm saying? It was super nice to have like somebody like Jamie or Aki or Sonic or like whoever as like people that we're close to that can we can get behind the scenes with and like you know kind of give. A perspective that you would normally wouldn't see yeah you know what i mean i mean like i hate to i hate to bring it up because it's just so fucking controversial but like if you take away like a bunch of the bullshit like that surrounds like aki like a lot of the shit that he says when it comes to like the attitude of like the racers and like um how they carry themselves you know what i mean sometimes yeah and it might not even be something that they realize you know what i'm saying but like when he says certain things like how people like there's people that have a following that do nothing with it yeah you know what i'm saying like people that are marketable that don't market themselves and that's literally like what he's saying like you know there and and you can't get mad at him for like when now he has his movement that he's so successful with you can't get mad at him for you know capitalizing on something that's there you know what i mean that's that's like me that's like me like saying oh well i know how to take good photos but i'm not gonna do it because like you know whatever you know like it just makes no sense you know so what he's doing is he's taking the platform that he created for himself and he's running with it and and it's he's doing super positive things at the same time you know i mean i don't know if you saw the other day where he was doing that giveaway you know he was gave back he split up like five grand or whatever to to you know families that were in need. You know what I mean? Like that's super fucking dope. You know what I mean? That, yeah, that's yeah. like super positive. And I feel like me as a person, if I never fucked with him before, like something like that would make me fuck with him. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I think but it just there, depends there, on what kind of person that you are. You know, a lot of a lot of people in that space, they're very hard headed, and they're just stuck on things that happened three years ago, and they're just harping over that rather than seeing what he's doing now there's nobody in the racing space that i know that can even come close to him with the type of content that he's putting out like it's an entertaining show he's an entertaining show not even close he's he has a grasp on his community and he's helping out his community he's not the he's not the number one he's taking care of everybody else and everybody else just wants to be the man just cause right but then they have right. this huge following and they never do shit with it and it's just like right. you can't get mad at somebody who's doing something with it that you're not even able to do there's nobody in the the racing community that can put on a show like guncast that he has weekly and have it entertaining because i know most of these guys and they're not entertaining and if it if you strip everything right. away <laughs> from it they're they're just some dudes that have a fast car but they don't have any yeah. personality and the personality yeah. that they do have, they're just douchebags and it's not anybody else's fault, but yeah. themselves. 
You know, if you can, if you're able to flip your community, quote unquote community that you have from posting memes or what have you, go ahead, flip it and do something positive with it if you can. But not everybody can. So it's easy to point fingers and just to just to talk. Yeah, it's 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 definitely easier for you to for people to be, you know, a critic. Yeah. You know, it's the easiest thing to be a critic before you you become a doer. Um, but so yeah, having having uh having been around that, um it 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 really had us think or rethink like how we could market stuff. Yeah. Um and and not to make a dollar. It's more or less to make ourselves marketable. Um, so I know you talked to Jason, um, you know, so, you know, about like what we do or yeah. whatever with him or whatever. Um, and that's mostly mostly on Rosette's part. Yeah. Um, um, but like he things like that. That's yeah. a space that we're trying to that we, we, we'd like Which to occupy. Great. You know what I'm saying? Like because that's nothing at all to do with with racing per se. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like that's that's like. So, which was funny, like, again, back to, we're trying to be positive here, so I'll make this quick, but <laughs> the the whole H-Day thing, like, yeah. everything that happened, like, on that weekend was just so insane. Like, yeah. I don't know if you know our side of that, but, so, it's it's the weirdest thing, I don't know if I should even talk about it, but, um, so, something happened, uh-huh. um, we, 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 we had reached out to them uh-huh. to get um, passes for media, and they said, "Oh, we can only give you guys one media pass." I'm like, "Well, it's two of us, you know." Oh, well, we can only give you one. So we're like, "All right, cool." Like, whatever. So I was talking with Miz, and he was like, "Yo, what if you like go in the stands and go live?" And I'm like, "Oh yeah, yeah, yeah." Uh-huh. You know, so I'm you, familiar I with all of that situation. Yeah. Yeah, so like all that happened down and whatever, and like I'm like, and it was so unnecessary to me because like, well, yeah, because Aki Aki went over it, but like for for us, it's kind of like it was it was blindsiding because I'm like, dog, I don't come into this to fuck with anybody. I'm not trying to fuck with anybody's bread, like yeah. you know what I'm saying. Like I'm not trying to, we're not trying to, we we're, we're not reaching out for money. Like we're all we're here to do is just share content, bro. Like that's that's it, and share content and like get our names out. Because at the end of the day, that's what makes you marketable. You know what I'm saying? Like somebody has to have heard about you before they can say, "All right, let me see what this cat's about." Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like what I look like coming up to like a brand like FCS or a brand like you know Four Piston and saying like, "Hey, uh, you know, I want to do business with you." And like all they have to say to me is like, "What do you have to offer?" Yeah. You know what I mean? And if I already have this large catalog of stuff going on, they can see it. Then okay, like that. That's what this is. What I do. Are you are you down to fuck with that or you know whatever? And we just go from there, you know. Um, but people don't see it that way if it's that if that's not their vision, you know. Yeah, I, I think how how I feel about all of this stuff, man, is that um, the community has really showed me where their values are, and it's really made me understand where I don't need to be at because if I don't share the same values with a whole group of a community, then that's not the community that I need to put all my eggs in that basket, you know? And when certain things are being looked at as positive, when to me, growing up in my DNA, it was so negative. It's just like, okay, you know, 
Go ahead, do whatever you guys are going to do over here. That's all good. I'm going to be over here. And that's where I've yeah. been. You know, I've been over here doing my own thing. I don't care about what anybody else is doing. I, I don't care whatever they think. I wish everybody the best, you know. And then why yeah. why I say those things about, you know, what Aki's doing, what, what he's been able to do, and that nobody else can put on a show like him is not because that's what I want. I wish that there would be so many other people with different shows, different personalities. You know, they're marketing themselves. They're helping out the community because then all of this is going to grow. But if you're just having people that are just pointing fingers and just uh, telling on people and just being negative, it's like, okay, that's kind of not where I want to put my time and my energy. So I'm going to yeah. have to step over here. And that's, that's just as honest as I can be. But everybody listening to this, I have no problem with anybody. I wish everybody does the best, but it it's just black and white. It is what it is, you know. Yeah, that's 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 where our that's where our mindset was at for a little bit. Like I'm like I really question like is this even worth like our time? You know what I'm saying? Like nobody's like nobody's like giving us money to be here. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like is this worth all the bullshit? And it's like, all right, I can cut all the bullshit out. And then you know, then you have the you have people that like really fuck with you you know yeah. what i'm saying like, and we and then started gaining traction like i'm like what like yeah after all that like it started getting like i think after world cup like like we have more racers that are like in tune with us now than ever yeah you know what i'm saying like um like huge shout out, are you familiar with like the island boys no like like the marsh built um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. uh-huh like, so like like jason marsh and all like yeah like they're, they're like they support us like super 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 support us you know what i mean like um those guys are awesome and like they just you kind of like see the politics and everything yeah like when you're around people like you see who they they move with and like whatever and and i feel like people just tiptoe so much around in the in the race community that it's just so funny to me like um to see it but again i don't try to like have any beefs with anybody i just try to keep it uh mutual like I, I dude i have pictures of everybody's cars yeah you know what i'm saying like i don't i don't not take a picture of somebody's car because like whatever like you know what i'm saying like if i think it's a dope looking car i take a picture of it you know what yeah. i mean on media that's that's what i do you know um it may never see the light of day on the page but we have it <laughs> you know what i mean like there's you know just there's because again we would never want to like put shit out that would like stir up um, any type of controversy. You know what I'm saying? Because that's not like this is not what we do. You yeah. Know what I mean, like, and if anybody like, and I like to be very transparent with stuff. Like, if somebody has like an issue with whatever is going on, like I would talk about it. You yeah. know what I'm saying because I'm a fucking adult. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, we can yeah. I can have a conversation without being hot. You know what I'm saying? No, I, f um, I feel that, dude, and I feel a lot of the stuff, uh, all it does take is just a conversation. You know, at the end of the day, we're just all men, dude. Yeah. If we can't sit down like a man and have a conversation, yeah. and but there's sometimes that conversations really don't even need to happen because if we're politicking, I'm trying to be presidential and not like, uh, you know, locally in your yeah. town or what have you. But anyways, um. <laughs> I we were supposed to talk that weekend. I felt the energy wasn't right, and yeah. um, you know I've been following you, um, you and Miz ever since then, and following what you guys are doing. And I love it, man. You know, 
I love to see people building things and, um, you know, that have passion for it. And it's, it's, that's just how it goes. When you start something, you're going to have a certain intention and then you're going to realize that maybe some things that you do aren't going to come off the way. So you're constantly evaluating yourself. And, you know, me being in it 10 years, I'm still constantly doing tweaks here and there, trying to make sure that we're going in the right direction. So you're going to run into situations like that where you're just like, oh, I didn't, I didn't understand that. But then you understand like yeah. the whole severity of everything. It was like, okay this is this is a little different than i expected so then you have to kind of change your game plan up a little bit yeah like oh, oh um what do you call it like a, a big uh friendship that we got uh, we gained like with everything was uh chris uh from vane oh yeah yeah, yeah. uh engine stands yeah. dance um he's like like it's weird as fuck like if you saw like how we roll dude you'd think that we were homies from like forever ago you know yeah. what i mean like he's just like a, a super genuine person and it like when you talk about vibes like i vibed with that kid immediately like first time like i met him at h day yeah like we spoke we spoke uh probably like about two years or a year or so before that um like person like just on our personal instagrams or whatever before he even did the vein engine stance thing like whatever because um he came into one of aki's uh aki made a post or something like that and i commented there's something like like it was something like um say what engine you have in gotcha. your car or whatever right and i put up what i had and it was very close to what he was trying to do and so he dm'd me and he was asking me questions about it and like you know we're just talking back and forth whatever and I, like, i'm not gonna hold any info back from anybody you know what i'm saying like i had to learn about it and I don't mind teaching yeah. or, you know, sharing what I learned, you know what I'm saying, with somebody. And so, you know, he ended up building a similar engine to, like, what I built. And um, so then, fast forward, like, he hit me up, like, when he was starting the vein engine stance thing. He's like, oh, yo, remember, this is my screen name before, this and that. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I, know. I remember, like, you know, whatever. And uh, so then he started off the, the vein engine stance thing. And we've been supporting him since day one, you know, because – you know, again, I I got a personal relationship with him before then, mm -hmm. um, and just you know seeing everything go, and it was so crazy. Like we were like watching our our like our our uh, our fan base like grow together at the yeah. same time. So like we're just like oh you know we would promote his stuff, he would promote our stuff, and like it would just it just kept going, and and and. Like I think we both crossed the 10k mark in the same week. Yeah, you know, which was like pretty dope. Like it was just like, oh, I'm like 500 from 10k, like you know, whatever. So we were like, yo, you know, start blasting this shit on our stories, post, you know, posting yeah, about it, yeah, whatever. Yeah. And then like he would do the same for us, and like you know, in the same week, like we both got over the 10k hump or whatever. Um, because then I, you know, that opens up like the swipe up feature and like yeah. all that other shit, you know. So, um. We were pretty stoked for 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 getting to that point. Well, if you guys um, are listening right now, we need 10k for downtime with Downstar. So uh, pause this and go to Instagram and search uh, downtime with Downstar and please follow so we can get that <laughs> swipe yeah, up please. feature. <laughs> so, um, what are you guys doing this year that maybe there will be no events? What's your game plan? Um. So remember, I the started. I was saying. Uh, Marzette's in the garage yeah, right yeah, now. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, 
Um, so he's got an EK mm-hmm. uh, that he's working on. Sick. Um, so we're kind of, I don't know, we're we're kind of like gearing it towards being like an 1150 index car. Cool. Um, to just kind of make it like a piece where we can not to like do like YouTube contents or anything like that too crazy. Like we'll, we'll do stuff with it, but like essentially we're trying to use, um, use it as a tool for like, um, whatever marketing we want to do. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like if we got, we got a sponsor or like, or like somebody wants to help us out, like we can have it on the car or whatever. Um, and go from there. Yeah. Um, so our, as like a, a group thing, like the plan is, plan is to get that car done this year. Um, and we're not that far away. Like we're, we stripped it down already. We're in the process of putting it back together. So we're waiting on, um, waiting on an engine to get built. Um, our local guy, uh, KJ, uh, he's going to be building the motor, which is actually my old motor, um, that, uh i took it apart because it had a bad rod um so we're doing i got new rods for it whatever and then like um so we decided to put it in that car instead of the ep3 because the ep3 is a heavy pig i'm pretty sure you know that already (laughs) so it wouldn't have been the car to be an 1150 car with but um plus it's like that's like first shot at like having like a like a a good all-motor car you know what i mean so or or good honda build because he's his like his toy car is a, a mercedes uh, c63 oh um, nice so you know and then i have my evo and i have my ep3 so it's like you know we don't really like dabble too much in the older hondas but that's kind of like where we're going to be dabbling with the older hondas um so there's that as a project and then we're also working on doing like new media stuff and also try to do more of that you know more more of the branding mm-hmm. um helping with the branding with other companies um are you guys still because, selling apparel right now um we haven't haven't made any new designs yet i mean we still have we still have hoodies um we haven't honestly we haven't made too much of a push towards it because it's it, 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 I, I don't think it was we didn't foresee it being that crazy uh-huh. um and um i think we should probably capitalize on it a little bit um we we just never we just never like really saw it as like a thing like where you know we would push it but then we start seeing like people tag us in pictures of them wearing our stuff or like you know just randomly like getting a picture like a text message from one of my homies like yo i seen this dude there here just the shop was having your shirt on like it's like, all right, cool. Like, you know, I like that shit. So we're gonna we're gonna work on new new brand designs. Probably come out with like some tees or something like that. And like, cause you know, we we just dropped the hoodies last winter, um, which we which that got a really 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 solid uh, uh um what do you call that feedback yeah. on it because it was like the worldwide design. Of I like that one. That so was like, dope. It's yeah. like got all all the countries and stuff like that. So um, because we have people that you know, found our page from all over the place, you know yeah. what I mean? And, and so it, it really spoke, it really was, it's heartwarming whenever we get contact from somebody that sees our content, whether it's because of Jamie or because of Aki or whoever, but they come to our page and they like show us love and like, you know, whatever we had to ship stuff internationally. Like when you first, when you ship stuff internationally, it's like, Oh fuck, like I made it, you know? Yeah. <laughs> but, but like, 
it, it definitely like it definitely is something that we need to push push on. Um, of course, still going to be doing video. Uh, we're always co- we're always collecting content. Um, you know, there's things that are going on that we can't speak on. Nice. Um, you know, whether whether it be for like cars that are coming out or whatever, but you know. Yeah, I might. So that's that's. I might need to talk to Miz soon. Um, I need to get a couple things changed around. So um, yeah, definitely, man. I love what you guys are doing. So, um, what would you like your space, your legacy to be um, for who shot you in the uh, race community? Um, I ideally I would like it to be. Uh, not necessarily like a cinematic or anything like that, but like more so, um, more so just to get more personality mm-hmm. into it, you know? So we just went into this whole thing of like, Oh, more, you know, racers or dicks or like whatever. Yeah. Like would like to show that like, or, or bring out more of the, the human side of it. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like not just the, not, not just the, 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 um, the cockiness or whatever that goes on with it. Yeah. Um, we just like want to. I I personally would like to make sure that like our, um, we're remembered as um, the guys that were at every event, taking coverage and like giving you something that you can enjoy um, when you're viewing it back. And also like we're cool to talk to. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. both of us. Both of us like we're not necessarily talkative guys, but like we can talk, <laughs> you know, and, uh, we can carry conversations and like, we both understand different aspects of things. Like when it comes to, so like Merzette is more of the techie, uh, the tech side of things. Mm-hmm. So like technology stuff. And I am more like the, the car guy, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like where I understand like the ins and outs of like what goes on, like with different cars and like, you know, um, what to pay attention to, um, and so that's how we vibe with with all that. So essentially, we just want to be recognized as um, ourselves first of all. Uh, just not not when you say a media person, you don't want to just. I don't want to be referred to as a media person. Yeah. I just want to be referred to as our name, you know, because at the end of the day, like if you get thrown in the pool with everybody else, like what makes you different? You know what I mean? Like you have to make sure, like I don't want to be recognized as a media person. I want to be who shot you. you I know? feel you. So do you, um, do you know if there's any misconceptions about you guys that, um, that you want to want to address? Even though, uh, not necessarily. I mean, again, like if there is, I'd love for people to like actually say to us, you know what I mean? Like, as opposed to like, you know, just saying it amongst themselves or their circles or whatever. Yeah. Um, if there is any misconception, we try to clear it up. You know, what I mean, there's been things that we've recently had to like, you know, settle out. Mm-hmm. Just basically having conversations. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, and and uh, and from there on, like. And again, we we won't even like get into like the small talk with with people that don't have a platform, honestly. Because uh, I mean, that's, that sounds kind of cocky, but like, if you don't have a platform, I don't have to get into a conversation with you um, on my on my on my platform. Yeah, 
like I can talk to you on my personal page, but I'm not going to get into it with anybody on our platform. You know what I'm saying? Because at the end of the day, that's the legacy. You know what I'm saying? That's what we we want to keep that as spot free as we can because, you know, whatever. But like there as far as misconceptions, like the you know, Everything we we've cleared it up a lot. Honestly, yeah. we've we've cleared it up a lot. I feel you. Uh, I know that that we definitely have a lot of misconceptions about us and what we do yeah. and what our agenda is and things like that. You know, but if you're a fan of the podcast, you already know what it is. So those are only the people yeah. that I'm really talking to. You know, um, <laughs> well, like the, that's the that's the thing too. You know, like you can't like you can't let that somebody's perception of you is always going to be somebody's perception like their own thing that's their problem yeah you know um like for me i the way i carry myself is like i don't really care about people's opinions um because um i hate using the term opinions like like i hate that shit yeah but like um somebody's perception of you is how they understand you and like when you understand how people are like then you you that digests a little bit better with you yeah like you can't change how somebody sees you you know you can just continue to do the thing that you do that you think is good and if they don't see it then they don't see it you know what i mean and 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 until like if every if 90 percent of the world is telling you that you're a good person and then there's 10 percent that's like oh no frank's an asshole because Frank didn't want to refund me my, you know, refund me this this bolt when I was in need or, or refund me my money whenever this you know, I needed yeah, this yeah, or whatever. Yeah. Like, right, that's cool. That's that's how that person's gonna see you, and that's tarnishing, and that sucks. But that's their problem. That's not your problem. You know what I mean? Like, it. it yeah. You know, so too, it 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 also does take some um, self evaluating, and that's what I had to do a lot. You know, maybe the message I was putting off was coming off in a certain way where it can be interpreted as, you know, being negative or having ulterior motives or what have you, you know? So then me as being um, like a, a business person, I need to be able to attack any opportunity that I have. And okay, maybe the way that I'm doing things, you know, is is not the right way or I could t- do certain tweaks here and there. And since I've done it and I've noticed that with the podcast, dude, um, the the respect that we get and the way that we're, we're interpreted is way more on the positive than any negative than it's been in the past, you know, but I've made a conscious decision to make those type of change and to understand that, yeah, maybe the way that I was doing things could have been interpreted this way, even though that wasn't my intention, but let me, let me see if there's another way that I can do it, you know, because my, my, my idea at the end of the day is to get more people in our tribe as possible. Mm -hmm. And, and, and it's not even like, so if you carry yourself in a way of like, Oh fuck this or like whatever, like that's, that's one thing. And, And if you understand that that's how you carry yourself, like, Oh, I'm saying fuck it too much or like, or, or I am, you know, being too negative about this, or I'm putting too much light in this area that I shouldn't have yeah. in there. Therefore, like people, you understand it, and then you you draw back from that. Yeah, that's progress. You know what I'm saying? Like that's progress. That's what progression is. Like, um, so with us, there's plenty of conversations between me and Miz. Like again, this is 
two different minds that yeah. are approaching the same goal. You know, that, and there's things that happen on the vaccine that people will never, ever, like, know that happens. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, that's my homie. And we, we like, have a, a, a goal. You know, we we work towards it at whenever we can. And we make time for it. And so we try to make it as good as we can, you know, and as positive as we can. Yeah. Like, again, we try not to do anything with anything that's super negative like you know nothing that um nothing that would make us seem like we're assholes or you know or like that we're trying to like put light in something that shouldn't get any light yeah you know what i mean so um you know back to what you were saying with you know if we have any misconceptions or whatever i don't think we put anything out there that should make it seem what it's not you know yeah. I feel you, dude. Now, anytime on the podcast when we when we gear a little more towards the negative than I like, I like to switch mm-hmm. it around and uh, give somebody some kind of praise that maybe they don't get or maybe there's m- misconceptions about them, but you personally know them and you know that they're a good person, somebody that's working hard. So is there anybody that, that would come to mind? Um, not necessarily. I mean, I, there's, there's plenty of people that, that are around us um that are are probably like not not understood fully yeah like jamie jamie being one of them (laughs) um and it's not even not even a bad there's no not really to say that anybody has anything bad about jamie um but there's there's been just like this thing of like people thinking that he or well, I don't know if, if that is the case or not, but like Jamie is into racing for reasons that other people aren't into racing. Gotcha. Like Jamie's into racing because Jamie loves racing. Like and he's doing it for he's not doing it for sponsorships. Like dude, we Aki had to literally beg him to accept sponsorships. You know what I'm saying? Like people were like, yo, we'll sponsor the car. And he's like, no. Yeah. Like I'll, <laughs> I'll I'm doing this on my own time. You know what I'm saying? And and it's a weird flex, but, <laughs> but like, you know, it, it's one of those things where he, like, he is, um, I've known him for uh, probably nine or ten years now. Oh, wow. Um, and um, how we got to know each other is funny as shit. Like, um, one of my friends, uh, she was like, oh, you know, I was hanging out with these Nissan kids, this and that, whatever, whatever. And at the time, I think my... Uh, my EP3 was boosted. She had a boosted Del Sol. And um, so me and her used to roll around a lot. And, like, she was like, oh, yeah, I'm hanging out with the Nissan kids or that, whatever. So we, she hosted, like, a, a Monday night meet or whatever. And Jamie showed up with a couple of his homies. And, like, you know, so we all just linked up and started kicking it from then. And prior to that, actually, I heard his name because uh, he raced this other kid that was local to us and the other kid that was that had that was local to us he had like a 700 horsepower Civic or something like that and he was like unbeatable you know what i mean yeah. and like you're like oh this cat's like you know this you know we're some dude with a nissan's trying to race race kamar and like you know whatever and i'm like you know me i i'm friends with the the, the kid with the honda so i'm like yo i'm like nah that's easy bro like no nissan's fucking with that car you know what i mean yeah 
And sure enough, they went out for the race, and Jamie fucking took it. You know what I mean? <laughs> and I'm like, like, where the fuck is this Sentra, dude? Yeah. Like, who the hell's got the Sentra? <laughs> and like, so then when when a girl introduced us, I was like, okay, all right, cool. Like, get get to talk to him or whatever. And um, you know, then of course, you know, we were, we're both Jamaican. Yeah. Um, you know, and so we connected on that level of stuff too. And like, he's like soft spoken and like this and that. And like, you never really hear him you never really hear him raise his voice or anything that's so he's not a hot-headed person or anything like that i mean i've seen him mad but (laughs) but like um but like him coming into um like in even getting into hondas yeah uh are you familiar with um spoon 860 yeah that's why oh so so I know Josue even before that. Like really? I met Josue. Yeah, I met Josue in like 2007. I He's a cool say, guy, dude. Something. I like him. Yeah, when I met him, he was like 16, dude. No way. Um, <laughs> and like, uh, um, he used to have. He used to. Like, I think he was like still in tech school or something like that. And uh, uh, there was a local guy that was like an old, like an OG that was like. You know, he was helping me out with my car a lot. I had an Integra, like a DA Integra. And Josue used to stop by because he, like, lived right down the street or whatever. And so, you know, he was, like, one of the little homies that used to come around, you know. And um, eventually, like, we just started kicking it. You know, he painted it. He started doing a little project build. He had, like, a B-17 that he built for his, his hatchback and, like, that little hatchback was like raping people. Like yeah. he was, he was beating K, he was beating K cars. He was beating all sorts of shit, dude. And like, um, back then, like that was super, super impressive. And so, me and Hostway have been, I've stayed friends for you know the entire time. We're obviously still friends now. Um, and so, you know, we all met you know, up with you know, with Jamie. And so, like Jamie and them, you know, him and Jamie became really good friends and stuff. And so Jamie was still on his Nissan tip, um, and Josue had like a K24 uh, hatchback, and Jamie had like this. This is when that around the time too, I was trying to build my own motorcycle for my AP3, and uh, I wasn't inspired yet, but Jamie had like this 12 and a half to one uh, SR um, that was making like 275 at the wheels or something like that or something, and I remember us just like driving, me and him going for a ride, and he took. Uh, he took me down like this road and it's like a, like a pretty good grade hill, like going like a downhill and we're on like Advan ADO eights or something like that. So a pretty sticky tire and third gear, the thing's fucking blowing the tires off going downhill. And I'm like, yo, this is fucking insane. Like how, like this thing is fast as shit. I'm like, I'm definitely building a normal motor car. Now. <laughs> so then, uh, he met up with one night, him and Josue were fucking around. And they ran in. Josue just had like, uh, Jamie wasn't into Hondas then because you know he would tune them. So like he tuned my EP3, he tuned Josue's car, and he was just tuning a little bit. Like back then, like he had like a little roll around dyno, like it was like a mobile dyno essentially. Yeah. And like he was like he would tune all the local Nissan guys. Um, and anybody that wanted to drive down, they just knew who he was. You know, that's where the Marsh tuning thing started. Yeah, and um. <clears throat> so he would be tuning in like local Nissan guys and then us like me, Josue and a bunch of little other people were the Honda guys that he would fuck with. And th- those are the cars that he would tune. And um, so he tuned Josue's car, which was like a stock TSX motor, you know, what I'm saying with a six speed. And he raced Jamie's like Nissan 
and fucking he beat him. You know, he beat Jamie's Nissan. And I was like, oh, man, you know, whatever. Like, this is kind of wild, you know? Yeah. And I think that was, like, the thing that sparked Jamie to be like, yo, I'm building a Honda. Hell you know? Yeah. <laughs> and and so um, what's even crazier is, like, the first shell that he got was a, it was an EK. Um, I think it was, like, 2013 or something like that. He got, or 2012 going into 2013. He got this EK shell. And when he got it, I was, like, thinking it was, I saw it. And I'm like, man, this shell looks so familiar. Like, you know, where did you get it from? And he told me where he came, what he got it from, and I'm like, bro, I know this fucking car. Yeah, like it, it belonged to one of my homies that had built it before. The car got stolen. He recovered it somehow magically with all the parts, and the guy was like started parting the car up, but the cops got to him before he could finish. And like, they, I think they got all the parts back for the car, and he rebuilt it. And then the kid was like, ah, fuck this shit, and he ended up selling, parting ways with the car, anyways. So I think they parted it out and just had the shell at the shop. And so Jamie ended up picking the shell up, um, just like a clean canvas, like start from scratch, whatever. And he didn't want to do anything else with it. He just wanted like what Josue kind of had, you know, like a yeah. K24 in the car, whatever. And Jamie's a big nitrous guy. Um, <laughs> if he would know, like he loves nitrous. Um, so he put a hundred shot on it. And the car was super fucking clean. It's it, it's not a type. It wasn't a Type R white. Uh-huh. It wasn't like a. It wasn't championship white. It was like a different white. Um, but he had like the the Recaros in it. You know, just the two Recaros, and a dashboard and a nitrous bottle. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and the car. He took the car out. The car went like a twelve o on motor, and then he went like eleven o on the on the hit. And then you know. Um, being around all of us, that's when people like started really getting into like building Hondas. And so my buddy um, Kyle, uh, his uh, Instagram is uh, KJ Built. Uh-huh. Um, he's like a bad influence to be around too, because that motherfucker builds like the best fucking K series, is like around. Um, fun fact: uh, the first '99 stock crank that went nines came from Connecticut. Um, that was a car that KJ put together. Um, and that's the first in the world that went nines. Like the car went to nine eighty nine at like one thirty eight or something like that. Wow. Um, back in like twenty thirteen. Um, before that, the cars that were going nine were like one oh six crank cars. So like all the shop cars, like the drive shaft shop car yeah. and like stuff like that. Um, so and then after that, like people started going going nines as well. And you know, are you? You see how people have the the whole nitro debate now, mm-hmm. all this stuff. Like people talk about nitro fuel, dude. That shit has been in the runnings forever, bro. Like it's not nothing new. Yeah. Like it wasn't something that J- Jamie didn't invent it. You know what I'm saying? Like people had this thing like, oh, J- Jamie just was the one that was just like, all right, I'm not, I'm not hiding anything. Like I'm not gonna be hiding anything from you guys. So like, this is what I'm doing, and this is how I'm going as fast as I'm going. You know yeah. what I mean? And but people before were like, um, oh, like, you know, but they give it this whole thing like, oh, you know, but he's uh, nitro, so it doesn't count. It's like, bro, everybody else that went fucking nines before were on nitro too, dude. Like, you're just not paying attention to it, you know. So like back then, I think when Jamie built his first all motor setup, uh, it was like a thirteen seven to one, like, and it was a single lobe cartel four and a halfs. on some like 64 millimeter ITBs or something like that. 
Um, and the car just had the 10 curse. Like, it could never go faster than 10 That car went 10 on the button, like, every fucking time would not go nines. Um, and I remember, I think we were at an IFO in, like, 2014 or 2015, maybe. Um, and the car was just, it was ready to go. You could tell. And, like, our buddy Adam had just raced. He had, he, uh... He had went up for a pass before and he lost his motor, like window the mm. shit, like fucking. <laughs> and so Jamie saw that and he's like, yo, I remember specifically he was like, oh, I ain't going out like that. So he changes oil, you know what I'm saying? Like did a fresh oil change on it before the new pass. So the new pass, the car had brand new oil in it, whatever. But the thing that was happening was um, the, 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 temp, the time was going on and the temperature was changing. And it, when you're, when you're, dealing with with nitro like the da is everything yeah you know back then back then when you tune in with nitro like the da was everything now the because you're you're on like k i think he was on i think he might have been on k pro back then Mm -hmm. so um k pro doesn't have recognized stuff like like the change of the da or nothing like that so um he was uh he goes up and the car was for some reason he did the burnout and the car is doing these big ass flames, dude, like crazy big flames. And I'm like, man, this thing looks like it's about to put out a heater, you know, it's <laughs> getting a little chillier and like whatever. Yeah, dude. So he goes down and like every gear he changed, like the biggest, like I'm standing behind the car cause I'm at the start line with the car. And like every time he shift, you just see a flame come over the roof of the car cause it's a hood exit. And I'm like, yo, this thing's fucking on a pass. And then like all of a sudden, like at the end, it was ten. I think it went ten zero again, but then there's like a little white puff of smoke, and I'm like, "All right, you know, I'm not thinking too much of it." And then like the guy at the like we started walking away, like we didn't see him coming down the return road, uh-huh. and then the 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 secure the the staff guy comes up and he's like, "Hey, was that your buddy in the white Honda? Like he needs a tow." And I'm like, "Ah, uh-huh. <laughs> like that's <water." laughs> Yeah, so he grenaded that thing, dude. So, like uh, sent it to the sky. Um, so Jamie's then, the fucking man. Yeah, dude, like, I mean, he, dude, if you know, like, I don't know, he is, I would love to see him on your podcast, because that kid could tell you, like, some fucking stories, dude, like, he's one of those people that you should probably, Skype, like, try to do this Skype shit with, because yeah. he is definitely, like, like, when I say, like, there's not a better, like, human being, like, in racing, I, 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 I can't tell you, like, a better person, like, he is just, and he doesn't give a shit, like, about who's going fast yeah he's not trying to be the first one to go fast he just wants to go fast you know what i mean yeah and and um you know whether it's him doing it or the homies doing it like i don't know if you realize but like so the first car that went eights was sonic's car uh-huh. right and sonic is you know ba- basically built a car that was inspired by like what jamie was doing you know what i mean and, yeah and it it was just like one of those things where Jamie was like, yo, I think this car can go eight, you know, <laughs> like Jamie's car could do it, but he was like, nah, I think it would be better if like this car does it first. And like, so he literally put his shit on the back burner and like, was just like, I right, fuck it. Like focus on it on this one. That's dope, you know? man. I love it, dude. I, um, he sounds like a great guy. I've met him a few times. Seems awesome, dude. And I would love to have a conversation with him. And it's good for for people to hear things like that, man. That's why I like to uh, have people give give flowers before anything, you know. Um, Absolutely. Because that's what's hard, dude. It's hard to put in all this work, and and it's it feels good to get some kind of sort of recognition for it. So a uh, big shout out to Jamie and what he's doing for um, yeah. the community in a whole, yeah, you know. No 
Um, I mean, like, I think I think we had gotten into like a little conversation uh, about like race. Oh yeah, it was on your live, like the night we were doing your live. Yeah. Uh, and you know, we were saying like what the car scene was like. Uh, Connecticut is Connecticut is fast, like has fast cars, bro. Like it. It's a it's a weird thing. I don't know why it's a thing, but like it's just a thing. Like there's yeah. just so many cars that are just super fast from Connecticut. Like I think at one point, like it was like six cars from here that was in the all motor class, which isn't that big anyways. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like so it's just like and and to an event that's like uh you know like more so the like H Day realistically is like an East Coast thing, you know. Because you know, but like people obviously come from the West Coast for it, but like not, a, it's not like a thing where everybody comes to, um, like World Cup. Yeah, you know? like World Cup, everybody definitely goes there. But H Day is kind of like if it's if it's in the cards, they'll make it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and to have so many cars from our little state show up there and, and go, um, it, it it shows you like how dedicated like this car this race community is here yeah um and uh, and most of us get along you know like there's probably not a fat there's not a car that's considered fast that let's say like kj or jamie didn't touch yeah you know what i mean like one of them had to do something on the car if it's going fast you know what i mean and sometimes it's both you know like um and kj is another person too that's like you know, one of those people that I, I I look up to and and you know he does incredible work um super good dude you know he he um he builds like some of the most badass motors like and everybody likes to big up their engine builders but for him for sure like he definitely like well you know he's one of those guys where like when he does something you don't you don't second guess it like you yeah. know if something goes wrong with the motor he puts together a part failed you know what i mean it's not it's not that he put together the wrong way or whatever it's a part that failed and there's so many times like um he's looked out for me personally like whether we're talking with cars or in our per- in personal lives you know what i mean like just a super 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 good dude that you know um, I think is one of those people that should get recognition that um, might not be as recognized as as he is. What's his um, uh, Instagram? KJ Built. KJ Built. Yeah, I'll definitely have to check him out, man. Um, dude, it's dope to hear about everything going out in Connecticut, and it's it's dope that you guys are being able to document that and share it with everybody. You know? Yeah. Um, we're we're like I said, we're constantly trying. I mean, hopefully, like. This thing doesn't isn't as permanent as it look it's looking right yeah. now. You know, so we can actually like go out and get some more content, and so we can share it with people. Um, but it's definitely one of those things like where it, it's not. This isn't gonna stop like how we're we're doing our media either. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like we're if it if it's gonna take for us to like start like doing a, a docu build on the EK that we have outside, like we have to do something. You know what I'm saying? Like something yeah. has to get done. You got to keep on keeping on like Joe Dirt, bro. For sure. <laughs> hey, Trey, so before we get out of here, man, um, where can people find you guys at? Um, so our Instagram is I shoot you. Uh-huh. Um, just all one word. Um, my personal Instagram is TCS underscore token. Um, and then Merzette's 
personal is uh Miz eight six oh M I Z eight six oh. Dope. Let's uh, let's have Miz jump in for a sec before we get out of here. Yeah. And uh, I, actually, yeah, hold on. Yeah. Let's see that. <laughs> Yo, what Yo, up, man? Miz, what's up, bro? How you doing, man? Pretty good, man. Been working on the hatch. <sighs> good, good, dude. I, I, I hear, man. I'm excited to hear about it. So, um, hey. before we get out of here, I just wanted to to have you come in since you're the other half of uh, who shot you, and mm-hmm. um, maybe give your insight on what you guys have uh, your ideas for the brand and where you want to see it go, and um, yeah, just just quick, let us know who you are. Sure. Um, I mean, really, we just um, want to just create content. I mean, it's it's always been about just creating content for us, yeah, not for others. You know, just doing what we love, and that's kind of how it started, and how you know I think it, it should progress naturally. Yeah. Um, you know, we want to expand into partnering with other companies. Um, we've been doing that a little here and there. Want to continue doing that. Um, and you know, just just bring our own spin on on um, media and content, and and just the car scene. You know, just our perspective of how things are. Um, I think Dre was ta- I heard Dre talking about it earlier how congested Connecticut is with with fast cars and just yeah. the car scene in general. And you know, we're two hours from Boston, two hours from New York, so we're in a good place. You know, as far as cars go and and around people, so it allows us to travel and and meet a lot of guys, you know, hang out with a lot of people and just kind of, you know, do that stuff too. So, um, we, we, I think we have an interesting perspective on that stuff and, um, that's really it, man. It's just have fun and just, you know, try different things. Yeah. One thing I always tell Dre is don't be afraid of trying other things. You know, don't sit there and look at what other people are doing. Just try to do whatever you want to do. And, and, um, whatever you think is is dope, just do it. And if it's dope, it's dope. If it's not, do something else. You know, just yeah. You know, fail fast, fail often, and you know, keep going. Right. I love it, man. And uh, you you definitely have an interesting perspective on a lot of stuff. I know I listened to a couple episodes of your podcast. Is that still going on? Nah, man. So uh, my friend and I were doing it, and um, we both just got very very busy. Yeah. And then that's kind of like. It was it was a big thing to undertake. We we kind of just were literally drinking one day and we're like, "Yo, let's do a <laughs> podcast next week." We're yeah. mics and everything, and you know, it's it's a lot, man. So honestly, I didn't think once a week was going to be as challenging as it is yeah. for you to do it twice a week, man. I don't know <laughs> that, man. Like, it's super hard, man. You're very efficient, and I respect that a lot. Thank you, bro. I try, dude. It's uh, it's hard, man. I don't. I don't even know how I do it, but it's it's fun. You know, when something's fun, when you enjoy doing it, it doesn't really seem like that much of a tax to you. Like right now, it's not just a task to do this. It's fun to me to have these conversations with you guys and go home and edit it and put it out and then see people, they're entertained by it and then they have feedback. I love it. That's the reason that I do it, you know, and that if anything else comes besides that, it's just it's just a bonus. You know, this is, I feel like this is always something that I I was supposed to do. And it started off from just doing lives online and then transitioned into Huffy Talk. And then that turned into a show. And then that turned into this. And then this is just something that I've always wanted to do. 
and we'll see where it goes from here, man. But it's dope to be able to just sit down and see what people like you guys are doing and what your goals are and then, you know, follow up in like a few months or something and see where you guys have pro- yeah. progressed from it. It's awesome, man. Absolutely, man. I, 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 well, your podcast is probably my top five podcast. Dude, thank you, bro. I appreciate and, that. Yeah. And, you know, I really just started getting, I think actually your podcast is the reason I got into podcasting, like listening to podcasts. No way. I don't remember what, what the first one I listened to was, but I listened to it and I just was like, this is kind of dope. <laughs> and then I just like, you know, just started exploring into shit. Fuck yeah. But yours is definitely top five for sure. Hey, Miss, thank you, man. I appreciate it. Dude, thank no, you for uh, thank you for jumping on and giving us your quick uh, synopsis of the brand and um, definitely just uh, just let us know before you get out of here where people can follow you at. Yeah, definitely, man. Um, follow Dre and I both at um, I shoot you on Instagram. I shoot Y O U. My personal Instagram is Ms A T X O M I Z A T X O, and Dre's is T C S underscore Token. Dope. Um, so follow him as well. Let's get let's get Dre back in the picture, man, definitely. so we can get both yeah. of you in here. All right, definitely. Boom. Both both got four piston on or what? Yeah, he got the hoodie on. I got the shirt on. <laughs> hey, big shout out to both you guys, man. Shout out to four piston, dude. Um, and uh, thank you, thank you for all your support, Dre. Really, I want to tell you, man. Yeah. Thank you for all your support. Thank you for listening to the podcast and um, understanding that what what we're trying to do with it. And any feedback you always give me, man, is is greatly greatly appreciated. One hundred percent. Like, dude, I I like saved it in my phone and everything. So like, whenever like I'm listening to it and like I have a note or like something that pops up, like I'm just like, oh shit, let me just like, hell yeah, you know, anytime, whatever. bro, <laughs> anytime, man. But um, thank you for your support. I appreciate it. Everybody listening, make sure you check them out. At I shoot you, and um, thank you guys for listening to the podcast, man. And big thank you to our sponsor, uh, Heel Toe Automotive. Uh, I'm not sure if you're familiar with Heel Toe, but um, oh, yeah. they're parts real, real, realtor. What the hell am I even trying to say, bro? Retailer. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, you know, Marcus has been around since 2002. Great company, man. OG in the community. And uh, I really appreciate them just showing us love and supporting what we're doing. So make sure you guys check them out at Heel Toe Automotive or HeelToeAuto.com. And um, Dre, thank you, bro. I appreciate it, man. Yeah. So uh, guys, hey, well, real quick too. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. Um, the when you say he'll, I was just going through my phone literally, and like, um, so, um, the company that I'm associated like uh, TCS, which is Taylor Traffic Solutions. Yeah. Um, uh, we have a, a Honda Fit that we used to do endurance racing with, and Marcus actually sponsored that car. No way. Um, for for yeah, so that's how I'm familiar with uh, heel toe. Hell yeah. Um, and I was just going through like just like a little fucking video I made on my phone of it, and one of the slides like I was just like you know just like sliding past like the the sponsors and stuff like that, and like I just vividly remember seeing like the heel toe, yeah, like as <laughs> as one of the other uh, things. So, Great yeah, guy, man. Great guy for the community. Always supporting the community. Heel toe automotive on Instagram. Heel toe dot com, and um, yeah, man. Thank you for your time. Everybody, thank you for your support. This is Downtime with Downstar, episode 157, and we out. Peace.